This is Blake 7 in Character, the podcast that travels at Standard by 5 to seek out elements from the classic TV show. We'll be taking a look at the one-off characters, and occasionally the not-so-one-offs. Who they are, what we think, the actor's backstory, and anything else that occurs to us as we waffle away. So, stand by to teleport, for this is going to be spoiler-heavy, so it's advisable that you watch the story first. Well, here we are, um, end of an era really. This is our very last guest character. It's the very last time we look at a story in full and it's the very last time I think I ever need to get my DVDs out of their uh, little cases. Yeah, it's we've we've saved the last episode till last, which is sort of... Well, that was logical. Either, I mean, either I, logical or ironic, I don't know which. Well, I tell you, I, I don't know if it's the same for you, but the thing is, because I wanted to end each season in chronological order, and so therefore we had to wait until season two finished before we could finish season three, and then we had yeah. to wait for that before we could do season four, it's been ages since we did a season four story, isn't it? It has, it's felt like ages. I mean, it's, it's quite nice that it's... It's the final one, and we're doing it, and that's our last look at an episode proper. Because I think it would have been weird otherwise, wouldn't it? To, yes, it's appropriate. To discuss that... the end of it, and then yeah. get back. It's appropriate that we're finishing yes. the end with the end, isn't it? Yes, you know, It's it not the end yeah. of this show. We've still got another ten-odd uh, episodes to go as we go through yeah. the main characters. But this is it, folks. Yeah. This is... Uh, yeah. Um, we as we can burn on... our DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> we can, we can. All right. So uh, let's crack on. Blake, the very last story written by Chris Boucher, of course. Um, yep. Starting off with um, that beautiful, you know, launch sequence of the Scorpio, um, where you really yeah. do see it in, in, in very good detail, don't you? In, yeah, in it's, these close ups. It's great. It, um, it's a really nice model sequence, really nicely done. It doesn't make a lick of sense as far as an actual launch silo would be um, it's it's very thunderbirds isn't yes, it it's very, uh, very, thunderbirds. very thunderbirds and the, the destruction which happens now is very Derek meddings it reminds yes. me a lot of a jerry anderson show um um and and it's done very well the only thing i don't like about these explosions that they do is where you have those little white fireball flare things they never look convincing no um, they always they look out of scale or there's something weird about them, isn't there? That it's not quite believable. Because we're going to see it shortly when you know the on the flight deck of the Scorpio when things start going wrong. You've got them there as well, yeah. so you know you can gauge from them how big they are. They're just never very convincing. No, no, it's some sort of pyrotechnic. Yeah, and of thing. course, yes, we've got to remember also. You know, this story follows on immediately from Warlord. And yes. Warlord Zukan, uh, we did ages ago as well, didn't we? That does seem a long time ago. This is, yeah. If you're, if you missed in the original run, if you missed last week's, it, it, this must be very confusing to you. Mm. Well, yeah. we have this line, don't we? That the, they've blown up the base because yeah. if Zukan didn't tell the Federation about the base, sooner or later, one of those other warlords would yes. have. You would know? Have I mean, it doesn't say much for Avon's. Um... <laughs> sort of uh, his alliance if he didn't trust any of them. He, um, he instilled great confidence um, yeah, in these people, he didn't did, he? did, yes, he did. Um, so what, So, origin, do you remember this from the original run round, presumably? I do, I do. Yes. And um, I, I remember watching it, and I remember the fact, I, I, I think I'm right, in that 
the uh, Blake Seven Monthly had already been out. Yes. So I, I knew what was going to happen regarding the ending. We had, was it before or after this story where you had the, the front cover was Tarrant appearing to be dead with dead I, question mark on the cover? Yeah, I can't remember. I think it might have been before. Certainly, I think the, the, the shot of them in the, uh, in the uh, flyer, the mm. hover car, was on one of the covers, wasn't it? Yeah. But they, they, I'm presuming this is sort of one of the episodes where they were given heavy access yes. to and it they plastered it over the monthly seemed like forever at the time they did um, the one time you get exclusive access yeah, to the filming of an episode it. it's the one yeah. where everybody dies <laughs> yeah it's the one where you don't want um so what so just as as a sort of a gauging point to start with what what's your general opinion of this episode um i like the episode i like the structure yeah. of the episode i like a lot of the acting in the episode but it's my show coming to an end. And a lot of people say it's their favourite episode. No, there are others, you know, because you have this emotional ending. You know, it does end. You know, it, yeah. it, it is a good way to go out. It's finite. The series has ended. It's all over for them, you know. But, but you know, you know me. I, I love season one. I love season yes. two, you know. And we've got Blake back, you know. Yeah. And it is a deeply emotional moment when you see him for the first time in after two years that he's actually back but it, it it's just laced with this tragedy if if he had been ambiguous if the ending was more ambiguous than it actually is if there was a get out clause and it was just a story that was never resolved i would like it more but i i enjoy the story i enjoy watching it but all the while, you know the ending's coming. You know that siren's going off. You know yeah. how everything goes quiet at the end. And I'm getting goosebumps right now. <laughs> um, so it is like almost seeing your family die, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, perhaps my view is slightly different. Actually, I don't think it's a good episode. I think it's it's poorly structured. It's poorly oh. acted. Yeah. Oh, well, we've it's, got to talk about yeah. this then. Yeah, it's ne never been one of my favorites. I think it's, it's it's only thought of highly by a lot of people because it is the last one, because it has that ending, and because Gareth Thomas is back. But I don't even, I'm not even entirely sure that's handled well in it. It's, yeah, it's never been my favorite one. And watching it again, so I watched it with Anne, and she, 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 she remembers at the time that everyone died. She's never really seen this episode, but she remembers everyone died because her, you know, her dad got annoyed about it. Mm -hmm. um, and it was interesting to watch it through someone that hasn't got any of the baggage that I'm bringing to it. Mm. And and sort of her opinion was it was sort of yeah, it was alright. And I think really? that that really sums it up for me as well. Yeah, it's it's okay, but I I think if we did a tally of if we everything we talk about if we do a tally of that was good, that wasn't good. I think the that wasn't good would totally overwhelm the oh yeah that was good. Well this is going to be very interesting because yeah. throughout the history of you know this show that we've been doing you and I are usually in an agreement yeah, we're on usually, everything. Yeah, so you're usually in accord over most of it. Yeah, so this will so, be interesting. Yeah. This so will be yeah, interesting. this is episode 91. I just looked it up. This is episode 91, 91 right? Wow. 91st episode. The very last episode might be the one where we actually uh, <laughs> disagree. We differ, yeah. Let's not fight. We're not going to have a full oh, no, out. We're we going to do We're going to do the other nine episodes. <laughs> this yeah. is not the moment where it's like, you know, the end of the podcast as the show ends. That 
That would be kind of apt, but no, that's not happening. Yeah, we come to blows over the final episode. <laughs> yes, you. <laughs> you just throw the mic down and, and yeah. stalk off. <laughs> I can't believe it's your favourite episode. <sighs> oh, I never no. want to talk to you again, you know. Oh, dear. All right, no, 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 no. We're above such things. All we right, are, okay. Yes. So, yeah, all right, then. Well, this is going to be fascinating, then, that yep. there are things, I think, that I like that you don't like. So let's mention them as we go, all right? Okay, yes. Um, so, yes, here we go. Uh, let's get into it properly, then. Um, oh, did you hear that? I didn't, know. What was that? Oh, no, I had a notification thing, and it's bloody oh, loud right. when those notification things come in when you're wearing headphones. Yeah, All right. I don't think they record, though, do you think? I don't know. No, that's what I'm saying. Did you yeah. hear that? You didn't no, hear I that, didn't so I'm that. guessing so the listener know. didn't hear that, but that was bloody loud. <laughs> All right. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, so they've they've blown up the base. Um, yes. The Scorpio's taken off, and Avon's got a plan. In the end, winning is the only safety. It doesn't mean safer. I didn't think it would. So what does it mean? It means I think we can find ourselves another figurehead, someone we can use to unify and expand the Rebel Alliance. Just like that? More or less. He is strongly identified with rebels, you see. And very popular with rabbles. They will follow him. And he will fight to the last drop of their blood. Idealism is a wonderful thing. All you really need is someone rational to put it to proper use. Someone like you. So where do we find this usable idealist? According to Orak, he is on a frontier planet called Gauda Prime. Gauda Prime? You know it. Yes, I know it. It's a bad place to be. No self-respecting idealist would be found dead there. I imagine that is what he is trying to avoid, being found dead anywhere. Look, are you going to stop playing games and tell us who it is, Avon? It's Blake, isn't it? You think you've found Blake? Yes, I think... So, So straight off, we're into a bit where I, I sort of go, eh, and that's the fact that that beginning launch is so long. It's great from a model perspective you can see all the detail you can find they obviously thought we've paid for it let's use it hmm. but it does it sums up that that bugger all happens in this episode which is strange to say about an episode that all the entire cast die in it but there's hardly any story here and i think this is symptomatic about it that they've put filler right at the beginning hmm yeah, that's interesting but yeah. you could say that of i mean basically oh, all they do yeah I mean, basically, in this story, they go to Galda Prime, they yep. crash, they find Blake. Yeah, right. That's it. That's, there's literally no nothing else happens in this story, plot-wise. No, we don't have cutaways yeah. to Servalan no. in Space Command or anything like that. That's all it is. They go to Galda Prime, they crash, they find Blake. Right. Yeah. And and in much the same way, Mad Max Fury Road was, they leave and they go back. You know. But I I enjoy it. I I, I yeah, don't mind did. this. I think the journey, yeah, there's bits of this journey I like. There's certain, there's bit scenes I like. This, I mean, other than other than one or two instances, which we will get to. I think the main cast does really well. This is an episode where I really feel sorry for Tarrant. I think Tarrant's one of the strongest elements in this episode. So it's all a bit topsy turvy for me. It is all right. Well, let's yeah. let, let's do the tops and the turvs yes, as, as, as they come yeah, along they because come on. yeah, because Blake. Uh, sorry, Avon thinks he can find another yes. figurehead, someone like Zucan, who's supposed to be like you know a King Arthur type who who brings all the warring tribes together. Yes. Um, 
I mean, and it's a weird idea that to start with, isn't it? That, that but, Avon feels he needs a figurehead, but he doesn't want to be the figurehead. No. For I don't. I'm not entirely sure why they sort of. They well, he wants another Blake, doesn't yes. he? He doesn't want to do it. No, but... he he doesn't want to be the. I suppose he doesn't want to be the target that everyone's aiming at, does he, I suppose? He is a very clever man, Avon, you know, and I guess he's figured, because we've said all the way through, you know, that Avon looks after himself. And I I guess he's reached a point where he goes, right, the Federation is growing so massively, so powerful, even an Andromedan, you you know, attack doesn't stop them. We've got to stop them. I'm not putting myself, as you say, in the crosshairs. I need another Blake. I haven't got the real Blake. That's why he went after yeah. Zucane. We need somebody but, else. But he does know where the real Blake is and has known for months. Mm. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, Paul Darrow, to begin with here, I mean, he he's sliding dangerously close to pantomime villain. The, uh, yes, or this, pantomime acting. This is, I, Weirdly, for, for such a... a renowned sort of episode this is this is possibly paul darrow's weakest mm. weakest performance where you're right he he veers dangerously close and i i'll say he crosses that line he does in it's the coming up scene yes well it's coming up now yeah. because you know he starts yeah. off and and saying you know uh, i think we can do better you know uh, this person is popular with rebels he's worked with rebels yeah. before and he finishes it. That's when he goes into his what I've said before is Yul Brynner. You know, yes. he 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 will fight to the last drop of their blood. It is Panto time because he's grinning yeah. away. Yeah, he's he's gone into this where he does this manic, but it's not realistic manic. It's no. like you say, it's pantomime. Watch uh, Michael Keaton throughout this. He's out acting. Paul Darrow. He on most certainly every is. level. I was He's watching superb, superb, him. I think yeah. this I mean we've talked about, you know, Villa's greatest moments and yes. stuff. And I think a couple of instances are here because yeah. we've got to also remember we've been away from season four for such a long time. This yeah. is only like what, two stories away from orbit where Avon yeah. tried killing Villa. Well this 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 is one of the things I like about it. So so later on when we'll discuss it when uh, Villa's asking where Tarrant is. It's beautifully acted, and mm-hmm. it harkens back to the fact that he thinks Avon's done exactly to Taron. And this is really interesting. So I said uh, a couple of weeks back, whenever we did the last one, that time has passed. I think it was Terminal, wasn't it? Where uh, Taron and Villa have sort of made up, even to the yes. point where at one point we thought they might be lovers on the... <laughs> we see the bunk as well. We see that bunk we mentioned we do, we at the beginning of the episode. Um, not disheveled this time, no. Um, but yeah, this is really interesting that, that that there's been there's been character development that they they sort of gloss over, but it's there if you want to. It is there if you want to dig the nuggets out of. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and you, you know, I mean, this is uh, apologists for Paul Darrow's acting style in season mm. four say it's yeah. because he's gone insane. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I was going to save this, but it's probably worth talking about here. So. Well, I mentioned it at the end as well. So Anne's big problem with the final scene is she she just turned around and said, Avon's not that stupid. No. Why? This isn't Avon. And it's like, so I sort of said, explain the fan theory. That, and she just went, no, I think you just don't care anymore. The actor. No. They I want it over. Does. Yeah. No. And I think that's that's one of my big problems with this is that, I, I mean, it's so rushed at the end. This should have been a two-parter if they were going to do it. I mean, why? I mean, we've wasted a whole episode on Warlord. Yes. Make this one a two-parter. Can you imagine if 
you have a whole episode of them going to Gal Prime and doing a, and then at the end of the episode, Blake appears and we don't know. Avon hasn't told him it's Blake yet. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Yes. Yeah. Oh um, no, that would have been good. Yeah, but but uh, yeah. So so there's already there's hideous problems with this episode. Um, mm. But you do get a, the brilliant line from Villa of "You think you found Blake?" And this, it's just so much in that reading is. This is yeah. my favourite Michael really? Keating moment in this story. Yeah. That smile he's got on his face. Yeah. It's Blake. You think you found Blake? You know he knows yeah. what Avon's thinking. He's been with Avon yeah. since you know. Uh, Cygnus Alpha, you know, yeah. and, and it's that Michael Keaton. I mean, that's just sublime, that bit of acting. You know, that yeah. little smile he's got on his face. Because he wants it to be Blake, doesn't he? Villa yeah. wants Blake back. He doesn't yeah. want... He doesn't want Avon. Avon tried killing him a yeah. couple of days Avon, ago. Avon's dead to him at this point. <laughs> There's so much hostility in in the performance between these two in this episode. It's it's really... That's part of... That's, that's the bit I really like is... And I would have rather watched this than lots of dilly-dallying about on a planet you know just the fact that uh michael keaton's put in so much effort into this mm -hmm. he's such a good actor he's so underrated on he in is. the grand he, scheme of things he most certainly is and i like also i mean you know we've just been saying about you know paul is hamming it up but i like the way when he turns away from villa when villa says that and smiles yeah. he, it's like avon is actually pleased that He's found Blake, but we'll find out later that he's known about Blake for, yeah, it, for quite a while. The, the 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 plotting in this episode doesn't bear any scrutiny. No, it's th this is this is plotting for the sake of getting from one scene to the next, which again is my my one of my things I don't like about this episode is the fact that it's so slight, it's so contrived. Um, and I'm not, I'm not sure why. I mean, it feels like it's all rushed. Hmm. I suppose all it might have been. All right. With with everything that you've just yeah. said then, you know, about it being slight, can you remember what your reaction was to the next oh. scene where we do see Blake? Whoever you are, I'll share the food. So long as you stop skulking about out there. You're not exactly stealthy, are you? I've heard quieter troop transporters. You're looking in the wrong direction. I know, but at least you're out in the open now, aren't you? This is a trap. You won't live to see it sprung. Where'd you get that gun? I won it in a lottery. What do you care? I don't, so long as it wasn't issued to you. It's Federation. That's what I mean. Do I look like one of theirs? I can't really tell anymore. Oh, I I couldn't believe it when I was a kid, and when we watched it a couple of nights back, I like you said, hairs on the back of it. And this is one of the strengths of the episode. Gareth Thomas is back. Oh boy, did we miss him? We might not realise we missed him, but, but boy, yeah, did yeah. we miss him? He yeah. Blake in this very last episode has. I don't understand it. He has maybe it's me just being emotional, but he has so much more screen presence in this very last episode than he ever did in season I one. I don't know. I I think he had I I think he definitely had screen presence. I can see why but they chose him. Not as much as this. No, this is but we, but you're bringing again you're bringing a huge amount of baggage to yeah, this. True. But I I think you're right. This is this is a, a brilliant performance. This is a a, a galaxy weary Blake. This is a Blake that Listen to this. Yeah. That's me knocking my notes. 
Weary. That's my <laughs> word. Weary yeah. for him. It's a weary yeah. Blake. Yes, yes, absolutely. And this story has an audio commentary. And on the audio commentary, Gareth Thomas says, this is the way that he wishes he, he had been able to play Blake all the way through. Yeah. And it, it would have been yeah. far more interesting if he had played it this way, you know? Yeah, you could you not could have the done school it where... teacher. Yeah, not the school teacher. You could have and it could have explained it so Blake's been through all the rebellion once and it's been crushed and now he's having to do it a second time. Yeah, you could have got away with the 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 world weary he knows he's got to do it, but he's got no enthusiasm for doing it anymore mm. type character. I don't know how I don't know how long that would have lasted before it grew tiresome though. No, I don't no. know. I mean, he looks great in this episode. Oh, he looks fabulous. Yeah. I love his outfit. I mean, we've yeah. mocked, especially Blake's outfits, yeah. quite a bit on this show. But that jerkin he's wearing, that yeah. leather padded jerkin, it, it, it's terrific, you know? It's really good, yeah. It's, um, it's stock, isn't it? It was because I, I, mean, I can't remember whatever program it was in, but it was in another BBC like, oh, historical it? drama, yeah. Um, so it's it just looks medieval, stock, like, doesn't it? Yeah, medieval padded. A lot of Blake's outfits look very uh, yeah. Rob, Robin Hood medieval yes. type. But no, it looks terrific. The, the scar is brilliant. It doesn't yep. look like a bit of plasticine stuck no, over his eyelid. The, the makeup effect's really good in it. Um, he's, he's playing it well. He's got such commanding presence, even as Blake. Not only for us, but the way he delivers his lines. It's This is a, a confident, but deflated Blake isn't it it's yeah. just a shame these, in, in these great great little scenes he's saddled with the worst actress in the entire world yeah this is a a, a small bugbear of mine yeah. with this show is Arlen yes yeah. Arlen I don't see I, I think to me that's a big bugbear that this this so sabotages Blake's stuff that she I mean it, it's awful I mean did did you say she was married to someone or she's the actress was She's related to someone, isn't she? Oh, is she? Perhaps I read it somewhere. Yeah, she's related to someone on the. She only got the job or something because she knows someone or she relates someone. This, that I'm sure I've read that. I'll have to look at it. I might be maligning the actress, although her acting maligns her anyway. Yes. Um, she's awful. She's just stinking. Is mm. you know for such a pivotal role, and she's delivering it like a, a school play and you've never delivered lines before. It is. I mean, yeah. you, we were saying a, a little while ago about Tomorrow People, you know, oh, yeah, and, this and, is and, and, and Children's TV of the 70s. Yes, yeah. she could have come in from Grange Hill or something like that, yes. couldn't she? Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, she is a bit of a... <laughs> she yeah. is a bit of a problem. Um, but he, he's roasting a rabbit. Yes. Um, they've yeah. got rabbits on Gowda Prime. I guess they were yeah. um, imported when yeah, the colonists first so, yeah. arrived. Yeah. And can I just mention Blake's gun, okay, that he's got yeah. stuffed in his belt? I've made one of them. Um, it's an old uh, Star Wars Storm Trooper blaster yeah, right. um, um, gun cut up and everything. Yeah. Um, I'll put a link to uh, my uh, Facebook page, my modeling Facebook page, yeah, right. where I, I built it, one. Yeah, I thought it looked sort of Stenish, Sterlingish. I thought, it is, which makes it, sense if it was a stormtrooper blaster. It's completely cut about. Bill Pearson yeah. built that blaster. Yeah, and, looks good. Uh, looks nice. Yeah, he basically cut the front off, cut the back off, stuck the back on the front, and then EMA parts and etc. Yeah. etc. I'll put it on Facebook, and and the listener can see for him or herself. Okay. Um, yes. But you know, he's terrific. He's terrific. She comes along. She's got a Federation rifle on him. 
And uh, Blake says he can't tell if she's Federation or not. Shame about that, really, isn't it? If he yeah, it's, yeah, it's... Uh, again, this ties into when we eventually find out what Blake's... And I use... I'm, I'm making air quotes here. His plan is... It doesn't make any sense. This whatsoever. is stupid. Yeah. I mean, all the way through. I mean, we're going to mention this as each instance comes along. There are so many instances of that's a bloody stupid plan. And yeah. just say what's on your mind. Say what you yeah. know. And what happens at the end could have been completely averted, yeah. couldn't it? Which, again, is my uh, bad list is is the plot and the fact that you're right. Everything, I mean, even, um, even the... the, the the guest character we're talking about today when he says um it, it makes no sense do you have to do that and it's like you're right yes listen to monkey you're right you've got my yeah. my, my 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 words again in yeah. later on in my uh notes it's like he's talking for the viewer yeah yes <laughs> anyway. it's not it's not so much one of those things where sometimes that works and one character talks for the viewer and it's like oh you've you've taken away the curse of that because you're acknowledging that it's a bit this is so stupid yes you have to question anyone's sanity in this yeah I, maybe blake is unhinged perhaps yeah perhaps he's gone do lally yeah. maybe he has gone do lally yes so and and you, you know the crew can't quite believe this no had Savalin told us he was dead. And you believed her? She had no reason to lie. She doesn't need one. It comes quite naturally to her, like breathing. Last time you went after Blake, it was a trap. We were lucky to get out. Callie didn't get out. And Blake wasn't even there. Never had been. Do you take me for a fool? Only a fool would go to Gouda Prime without a very good reason. Orak, what proof do we have that Blake is on Gouda Prime? That is where his trail ends. What trail? Explain. The chain of cause and effect amounts to a trail, if you can follow it. I can't even follow you. Everything has an effect on everything else around it. It is not easy to trace one line through the pattern of infinity, but in this case, I have. Blake is on Gouda Prime. How long have you known? Long enough. Before Zukan. Oh, yes. And the answer to your next question is yes. I would have left Blake where he was and said nothing if things had gone according to plan. Well, I must try and work that into the conversation when we meet him. If we meet him. Still not convinced? You tell me what a line through the pattern of infinity is, and I'll tell you whether I'm convinced or not. I have to say, the other highlight of this episode, Sulin. Oh, oh, I'd forgotten how gorgeous she... I'd forgotten how drop-dead gorgeous... Yes. And I think, yeah, I think she looks amazing this episode. But also, she again, she's next to Michael Keaton. She's the second best performance in this. She's hmm. so good. I like Tarrant in this. I mean, Tarrant this, is th- brilliant. This is Tarrant's strongest episode, I think. Yeah. This could almost bring me round to be a Tarrant fan. <laughs> yes, if we didn't have all yeah. that bollocks Baggage, yeah. <laughs> from him. Yeah, he would have been yeah. really good. Because yeah. he quite rightly says that the last time they went after Blake, it yeah. was a trap. He had never been there, and quite seriously, Villa says Callie never got out. Yeah, Tara says we, we didn't get out. That's chilling. He still has got an issue with Avon mm. over that, yeah. hasn't he? Yes. Yeah, because we sort of say that he he fell out with Avon when Avon tried to kill him, and that. But I I think that he's he's not been the same with Avon since uh, <coughs> since the Liberator blow yeah. blew up. Yeah. Villa, you know, depends on others, you know. Yes. That's how he prefers it. And he's on the most powerful super spaceship 
in yeah. the universe. You know? Yeah, he's pretty secure. And Avon he's blows it okay. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, Orax says he's followed this line through the pattern yeah. of infinity. I like that line. That's a really good line about I, I've yeah, managed I, to find a line like, through the pattern of infinity. Yeah, I like that line. I don't like that it comes from Orax. Oh, really? Yeah, up to this point, we've never... Orax never really flowery like that. He's... He's he can be ambiguous, but he's ambiguous on his own terms. But this, that's just doesn't strike me. That some someone's written that line and gone, oh, that's a brilliant line. Who can deliver it? Oh no, everyone's got a line. Oh, Orac, Orac can do it. And it's just it doesn't fit. Orac. Anyone else saying it? Brilliant. But yeah, it doesn't sit well with Orac saying it. No, because later on he does as well say, doesn't he? Uh, my 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 capability capabilities are, are are frequently undervalued or something yeah. like that. He take, seems to take umbrage at uh, not being, um, you know, you know, uh, praised for the genius yes. that he is. Yes, yeah. All right, so um, I, um, it's at that point, that's when Avon says, um, I've, kn- I've known for some time, before Zucan, yeah. they go, and he goes, oh, yes. And to answer yeah. your next question, I would have uh, said nothing and left Blake there if the Zucan thing had happened. Do you yeah. think so? Do you think? Probably, yeah. Probably. But I can't see that Zucan would be a bigger draw than Blake would be. Well, Blake Blake's got this massive yeah. um, following, you know, from two previous rebellions. Yeah. Do you think Blake would be a better option than this ponytailed, pink-haired, you know, bloke we got in Zucan? Yeah, and it's also the fact that we know from Warlord that no one else trusts Zucan, whereas at least some people would trust Blake. Yes. So it makes no sense. Again, something else to add into the makes no sense, not very good column. So you're making me think of things I yeah. hadn't thought before. Yeah. Mm, okay. So, so far in, in the plus <laughs> column, we've got Villa. Yeah, yes. that's obvious. Sulin. That's yes. obvious. Tarrant. Yeah, to some degree. So, yeah, yes, to some degree. That's the plus column so far. Oh, and Gareth Thomas. Yes. Yeah. But but yeah, yeah, all right. Okay. Well well one of the negatives, Arlen. Um, oh god. Yeah. yeah. She she's on Gowda Prime and she's being chased by bounty hunters. Yes. You sure they were bounty hunters? Well it's not my irresistible charm that keeps them coming. How long have they been tracking you? Long enough. You ask a lot of questions. Try answering one occasionally, maybe I'll stop. I've got a better idea. Thanks for the food. You can keep the Federation gun as payment. There's no charge. Arlen pays her debts. I'll keep the gun. There were. And then there was one. Four now, of them. Four of them. Now, I 
I've always, I think I've mentioned before on this show, I like the idea, why didn't the Federation use bounty hunters yeah. to track down Blake and the Liberator? You know, much like the yeah. Empire did, you know, in Empire Strikes Back when you're getting Boba Fett and Bosk and all that. I like the idea of there being yeah. bounty hunters in the Blake 7 universe. Yeah, this, this, so, so let's look at this a bit more clearly. I like the idea of bounty hunters, I think the Federation should use more. But So, Galda Prime was an uh, a agricultural community. Mm-hmm. It was in the Federation, so protected by Federation law. Yeah, and and this is what twenty must be at least twenty years ago, mustn't it? So yeah, we're, say we're still like twenty-ish. Yeah. yeah, so so it's still in the time of the Federation. Yep. wasn't the total fascist organization it was. So they someone discovers oil or coal or whatever it was they discovered minerals. Um, so they decide that the quickest way to steal the land is to remove the law from the planet mm-hmm. not quite quite sure of the sense and sensibilities of that uh so okay so they removed the law from the planet and presumably the federation went in as a mining or something concern i don't know why they're running the planet at this point why well, couldn't they, they just move in anyway well they remove the law so therefore yeah. the people don't have any entitlement to the land that yeah. they actually own and then anyone can come in the federation can come in yeah. anyone but the, yeah. the Federation presumably could have just done that anyway. I mean, they they did it in America in the the gold rush mm-hmm. thing. So I yeah, I think the Federation is probably more powerful. So that I, that's never made much sense to me. But then they've now decided that they want to bring law back to the planet. But who who wants to bring law back to the planet? They it wants to come back into the Federation, but it can't until it gets its own house in order. Why? What that that makes no sense. Well. The, the the inference is that when you remove law from Gauda Prime, yeah, it's a beacon for criminals. Criminals start yeah. arriving on the planet and thriving okay. on the planet. But that surely they're just robbing other criminals then. Yeah, and also if if the Fe- if they wanted to come back into the Federation, surely the Federation it's easier if the planet is still full of criminals. Go in and kill the lot. Send your troopers in. Why yeah. do you need bounty hunters? Exactly. Then? Yeah. So I think this is again a case of. Someone, you know, bounty hunters were probably big at the time. Um, would this would would full guy have hit before now? I don't know, but oh, bounty yeah, hunters it would be before that. Yeah, big big thing bounty hunters, and they've gone all oh, bounty hunters, and they've made the story up to encompass the bounty hunter idea. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah, why why would the Federation even send bounty hunters in? Why would they say the planet's got to be law abiding before it can rejoin the Federation? The Federation isn't bloody uh, uh, the EU. No. You know, it's not. It surely that's a perfect thing for them to say. Okay, you want to come back in, and you're full of criminals. Let's just nerve gas the entire yes. thing from all. Put them all to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, killed a lot of them. Because who are you killing? There's no. It, yeah, it doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense. And, uh, you know, that's a, no. another thing. I've I've always thought with this that the the story it feels like a rough draft. It doesn't it feels rushed. It doesn't feel like they've they've sort of polished it. No, you're making me think even more now because Arlen, right? We we, we, yep. we later find out that Arlen is a Federation officer, right? Yeah, she's the only she's only the third female Federation officer we see in the entire yes. show. You've got Servalan, you've got Thania, and you've got Arlen, and presumably she's gone to Galda Prime to ingratiate herself with Blake to find out where the base is and then take it over, right? Yeah. So those bounty hunters are in on it as well, who we're just about to see. 
She's not really yeah. being chased by bounty hunters. They, it, it's a put-up job, isn't it, to convince Blake that she is, you know, some, well, no, a, an innocent the, being chased by bounty hunters. Well, the bounty hunters are Blake's men. They're not. Well, with, of course they are. Yeah. Yes. Oh no, sorry, I've completely forgotten yeah. about that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it's genuine that she's appeared as, as a target. So I think, but I, I, again, I'm not entirely sure because it's so rushed. I'm not entirely sure. Do the Federation know this is Blake at this point? Yes, they do know it's Blake. But and and that was my next question that you've just made me think of is that if the Federation know that Blake is on Gowda Prime, why do you send one female undercover yeah. to you know assassinate him when you in a minute in in yeah there's hundreds thirty of minutes you're going to have hundreds of troopers yeah. you know I don't know I don't know all right but she pulls out this new style gun I've never seen yeah. that gun before well, it, lo- it looks like a, it looks like a standard federation trooper rifle with sort of the uh, the, the end nozzle cut into a point it's really mm. weird it's i don't it, it, at first i was thinking is it damaged what or have they tried repairing it or no, have they cut I, it for some reason i think it's a quickie job i think mm. they that it's like right have, have this rifle it's a federation rifle and then somebody goes hang on she's meant to, she's she's meant to be pretending not to be federation yeah. quick Shit, we've <laughs> yeah. but bung something on it, make it not look Federation. Um, but that's where she gets jumped by these three uh, yes. bounty hunters. Um, now, Mark of Cain, um, you know, is a two-part yes. audio a- adaptation, isn't it? Um, it is, yeah. And, it, it, and, it, it, and this the second is where, half, yeah. yeah, we find out all about Tando and and Blake's history, don't we? Yes, yeah. It and a bit about out, Gan as well. Yeah, Tando why... was a mate of Gans, wasn't he? I he seem was, to remember. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That doesn't shed much uh, good light again on Gan, does it? No, 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 no. Um, she shoots two of them, and yep. the last one, Blake kills himself. Um, Isn't it nice to hear that Federation rifle sound? It's again, nice to like, hear that, but so... we get a new rifle sound, okay? And and that's important, because we're going to hear that later over the end credits, aren't we? There's this yep. new sound effect. Um and Arlon is shot. She's shot in the leg, leg I think. And, yes. uh, and and we find out that Blake is actually one of this crew of bounty hunters. Um, first first and he hint is... as well that, because uh, we don't normally see blood when a gun goes off in Blake 7. And no. It, for, to set up for later on, we see Arlon and we see a little blood squib yes. go off. Yes, we do. It's quite nice, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, so Blake's a bounty hunter, and we learn all about this yeah. from Orac. I can't see Blake doing anything like that. My interpretation of the data leaves little room for error. Hunting people for money, not him. Hey, why ask me? Because you and Villa know him, we don't. Could he be a bounty hunter, do you think? Does it matter? It might. There's still a price on our heads from the old days. Not on GP, there isn't. GP? I imagine that is what the locals called Gouda Prime, your home planet. I grew up there, yes. But for a home you need a family. And mine were murdered when the Federation declared Gouda Prime an open planet. A general suspension of the penal code. That's right. You mean there's no law at all? It's the fast way to get resources exploited. In this case, mineral resources. I don't understand. Neither do I. How does junking the law speed up mining? GP was an agricultural world. The settlers were sent there to grow crops, raise timber. They were farmers, my family among them. 
They were given title to the land. And then somebody discovered there was more profit under the ground than there was on top of it. Only the farmers were in the way and the law was on their side. Hence the open planet designation. Well, get rid of the law, you get rid of the problem. You seem to know a lot about it. ORAC is an excellent research tool. Do you imagine I would take us in blind? You've done it before. What happened to your family? When the mining corporations moved in, the farmers moved out. Those that didn't were murdered. And it wasn't even a crime. Oh, yes, it was a crime, all right. It just wasn't illegal. That's what I meant. I hope so. Planet must have been a draw for every crook and killer in the quadrant. A lot of people made a lot of money. Some even lived to enjoy it. I imagine they are the ones who now want the planet returned to normal legal status. Um, and Tarrant... You know, he, you're right. You know, Tarrant's really good in this. He He's yeah. worried um, we've still got a bounty on our heads from the Federation days. Well, he says uh, from the old days, doesn't he? Oh, does he say I old think, days? I think oh, so. Right. Perhaps he's... I don't know. I'm, okay. I'm, now I'm doubting myself. Put the clip on and then okay. contradict each other. Yeah, that'll be just before this. Yes. Um, but uh, we find out that this is Sulin's home planet. This is where Sulin yes. came from. Um, she grew up, as you said, an agricultural world, a world of farmers. Um, but then they found out it's more valuable under the ground than above the ground. So uh, law is removed, so the farmers don't have any rights, and you can do what yes. you like. This is this leads to some wonderful, wonderful Sulin bits, but is also highly plot-driven. I mean, it's a bit of a coincidence that one of these five or six people... It Oh, it just happens to be the planet they grew up on. That's mm. lazy... Lazy scripting, but it's it almost does give us Star yeah. Wars uh, it is, coincidence, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, but it gives us some wonderful, wonderful Glynis Barber moments. So, mm, I'll, yeah. I'll forgive that one. But again, no. it's 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 weighing my scales of okay. this isn't a good episode. <laughs> what do you think about the next bit? Because um, Avon says, you know, it's the day of the bounty hunters. Yeah, nice line. I like that. It's a nice line, and. Yeah. I like the way, personally, I like the way we get a view of the crew. Um, as he says, thieves, yes, we, yeah, we see Villa. Yeah. Killers, we see Dana. Mercenaries, we see Sulin and Tarrant. Psychopaths, yeah, it's him. Yeah. Who's, oh, who yeah. then smiles? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. very knowing, that moment. It is, yes. it's, it's very fourth wall breaking because... Because Avon knows he's describing everyone on the ship and that he's a psychopath. He is a psychopath. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The worst thing, worse than Arlen for me about this story, is what happens next. The ship comes under attack by the worst oh, designed some toys. Yeah. Good lord! You now, know... weirdly, weirdly, I'd forgotten how bad they were. So that's another huge thing into my side of the. the it's not a good episode, but also weirdly. That night, after watching the episode, I was surfing eBay, and I've got a Blake 7 search on it, and one of the things come up was the original toys that they made those ships no. out of. Someone was selling two of them for 35 quid. And they literally, they've sprayed them, and that's it. It's the same toy with the same dome and the same little plastic soldier sat in it. Yeah. That's all they did? Yeah, that's all they did. It's, oh, I mean, man. it's got to be one of the shittiest effects ever. It's terrible. Yeah. They are a terrible design. Yeah. I, I understand now why they're terrible. But, it's a, t a repainted yeah. toy. But those little flashing lights for their yeah. guns as well. Yeah. Oh, man. And also terrible. the way they appear. So you get, a, you get a blank starscape and then they do a, a wipe to yes. make the ships appear as if they've, they've not included the starscape in the wipe. Or were they suggesting they were 
cloaked? What what's going on? Is it is it just yeah, a they crappy effect? <laughs> yeah, they've decloaked. Yeah, it's awful. It's it's terrible. Yeah, this is again. This makes me I... wonder if it was rushed because, like I say, they've not even bothered. Inside the top of the little ship, there's a little plastic spaceman, bright yellow. There on is. The toys. They haven't even bothered taking the dome off to paint that. Bill Pearson, you know, a, a, yep. a terrific guy and a yeah. very talented yeah. model maker, had a lot to do with this um, this story. I mean, as I say, he designed and built, you know, Blake's uh, bounty hunter gun. Looks and good. It, yep. yep, and he he does something else later on, which we'll talk about. But I can't believe he had anything to no. do with this. I, I can't. Mean, no, this is tomorrow people standard. Yeah, this is Captain Zepp standard. Mm. This is this yeah, is yeah, yeah. this is shocking for this would have been shocking for Crackerjack. The fact that it's on a a prime time supposedly serious show. I mean, the goodies wouldn't have done this. The goodies no. had better model work than no. this. Do you know what? I've I've got a bit of a shock for you now, right? And it was a you shock like for me. You're going to make one. No, 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 no. When I, I was listening to the audio commentary, right? And yeah. when this moment happens, you know that bit in um, in Gambit where you see Avon and he's spitting his food out in shock yes. when Villa yeah. says he's yeah. going to take on the Clute, right? That was me. Because at that moment, when you see these shitty, shitty toys, Chris Boucher says, oh, in the script, I called them Ford Cortinas. Oh, hey. All this time, 91 yeah. episodes along, we've been calling, you know, the uh, yeah. the Space Mark Master. Five, Space Master, whatever it is. The Ford yeah. Cortina of Blake's universe. Yeah. No. <laughs> These, I think this is an insult to Ford Cortina. It is. My, this is the I Trabant a, of the Blake's I had universe. a Ford Cortina, and if it looked yeah. like a donut, I wouldn't yeah. have bought it. You know? yeah. This is the... in in. in, uh, in the mobility scooter of Blake Seven vehicles. Oh, it's wow. shocking! It's I thought shocking. he was going to say that he he came on and he said, "Oh, this effect was really good. We were very impressed with this." Yeah, and I would go, have spat out yeah. a second time. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, I don't okay. know. Have you ever listened to um, Ridley Scott's commentary for Alien? Must mm. listen. So I love it when they get to the uh, to when Ash's head is on the table. Yeah, and they get, and he says, uh, "We've got a cut here." He says, "And it's so well done, you wouldn't even notice it." And I always listen and think, can I detect any sense of uh, sarcasm <laughs> in his voice? Because it's the worst cut in the entire world. It, and it I, doesn't make yeah. any sense, does it? No, it's, yeah, it it's doesn't structurally, make any sense. it's all wrong. Yeah. 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 And I thought he was going to say the same about this. And I said, wow, perhaps, perhaps we're wrong. <laughs> perhaps this is amazing. <laughs> I think he was just being polite. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. In this scene, what happened to that star drive? Yeah, the star drive that we never, ever hear about. They could just fly after, away yeah. now yeah. at this point. I guess it broke. Yeah, okay. perhaps it did. They didn't didn't bother mentioning it. It wasn't worth mentioning. No, no. The milk crate fell over. That's what. It and was. The mil- is that what it was? Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, they they power dive the atmosphere. Uh, yeah. To lose them and then lose uh, control of the ship while doing so. And once again, it's Villa who comes back with a sensible option. Well, yeah. about teleporting, we can teleport off, and Avon's like, yeah. he's right, you know. But we um, do then get some of Paul Darrow's. Uh, turbulence acting, as I'll call it. He's done it before on a Liberator and that. And he's but not very good at it. it. Yeah. They all do it. I mean, Sulin, Villa, yep. Dana, they get, they've got to get to the teleport bay. They're obviously yep. not tilting the set. No, so they're no. doing this, yeah, you know, uh, 
ship tossed on the mighty seas backwards yeah. and forwards running bit until they reach the teleport bay then and they then can stand still stand yeah. still for the for the effect yeah. you know? it's, it's, it's not very good i mean because it starts off and they're they're sat there and they're doing the star trek leaning backwards forward, and yes. they're all in unison it's like oh excellent they've, they've put a bit of practice <laughs> into this and then they stand up and it all goes to part i mean and this is again one of my criticisms this episode is the direction on it is shoddy so so after they teleport down and then Paul Darrow goes off and he, you see him on the close-up shot, put Orak down. You're thinking, oh, Orak's going to start sliding or something. No, nothing. And it stays on that shot while they're talking. You're going, what? I was going to mention, there's, yeah. a, there's a shot of just his boots yeah. and like, Orak. Like the camera's just, the, you know, the, the camera screws come loose and it's pointing down. No one's noticed. No. And then when they edited it, they went, oh, God, the camera moved down. Oh, we'll leave it in. We've got no other coverage. Yeah. See, it's awful. I, I don't remember any of this from the audio. No. Well, audio, no, audio, it works you. absolutely fine. Yeah. I imagine <laughs> this is one of the ones that benefits most from audio. Oh, especially the yeah. end, you yes. know, especially the end. Um, <coughs> so they go down onto Gouda Prime yes. and you get this loud noise overhead. We're meant to believe that's the uh, Scorpio flying Again, overhead. Again, it's, it's badly directed because it goes on for too long. Mm. Either the Scorpio is moving at three mile an hour like a helicopter or it does the Scorpio is massive. No, it's not yeah. massive. We know it's not yeah. massive. No, um, that should have been over their heads and they look. And not it's gone. like three minutes of them. Oh, it's still above us. Well, I mean, was it circling? <laughs> was Talent yeah. circling it? It's got a circle because Avon yeah. lands. He, he teleports yeah, down within, not too yeah. far from them. So he yeah. can't. it can't be going too fast. But yeah, Tarrant says he can't leave the controls. It needs yeah. Talent to fly a dead ship. Yeah. So even near the end, he's still boasting. Still boasting, but you know, what? I, I'll, I'll let him off this one because I, I do. I, I think Stephen Pace is really strong. This in is this really one. good. Yeah. In the very yeah. last story, he's really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And and, um, and again, I, a nice uh, to give credit where credit's due. Nice little bit from uh, Paul Darrow where he immediately. It's none of this like Captain Kirk style. No, I'll stay with you. It's like, yep, that makes sense, and he's off. Yeah, he says, <laughs> yeah. "I can see that." Doesn't yeah, he? and, I and like then you that. see That's him mulling good. it over. Yeah. He he he, yeah. he he doesn't. He can't help by staying with Tarrant, yeah. and that's when he goes again, very theatrically wobbling along oh, to yeah. the teleport bay, and then standing still to say goodbye, yeah. Tarrant. Um, he does. He does that because he throws himself into it. So he's he's obviously throwing himself at those consoles. They can't really take it. If you notice, they're, then he's in danger of toppling them over. It's a Although, long time yeah. since we've seen season four, and I'd forgotten yeah. just how shoddy these shoddy. back form, yeah. you know, aluminium. They're like baking yeah. trays, aren't they? Yeah. They're, they're, no, those corrugated and they, things. They don't look. They don't even look like they've got any strength. They they look like exactly what they are: back form baking trays, stapled onto a bit of hardboard, and that's mm. exactly what they look like. Um, yeah, it's it's. It's not a good uh, little sequence, this. No, no, no. It is hilarious, though, because yes. Tarrant appears to be on the dodgems. Yeah, where... that's, again, <laughs> the, the direction is so weird. So we watch it, and Anne goes, what's meant to be happening? So I don't know. All since, the consoles are on... Since when? They're yeah. on wheels. Yeah. How, how could the consoles be on wheels? Oh, dear. But again, a very Jerry Anderson mm. crash, when it yes. does crash. Quite um, a nice crash. It's not, quite not as good nice. as I remembered it, but... No, no, no. I think for its time it was good yeah, to see that on, on BBC. Yeah. 
you, you, you know, I've got questions about that when we reach right. behind the scenes okay. about this crash. All right. And we get more. Yeah, we get more of these white, you know, bursts of light, explosion yeah. things. Okay. Oh, and, yeah. and it um, also throughout this whole sequence, because the only way they could do slow motion was to record it onto a laser disc and then use that to slow it down. Mm. The picture quality just degrades to it does. shunkiness. It, it really does. Um, yeah. And inside, uh, I, I, whatever device they use to tilt the floor up. Hey, the it's liberator, the same one from the Liberator, yeah. It's the same one from Costos. It's exactly yeah. the same. So yeah. have, have they got a device I think that so. can it do must, that? Yeah, it must and then be they like just a put platform a plank gimbal on it. or something. Yeah. It, yeah, it's exactly... And yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, the scene is shot almost exactly the, yep. the framing of the scene is exactly the same when we see Costos die on the Liberator Tarrant does the same thing on yeah, the Scorpio with the same ah, and he does the same ah, yeah. yes yeah. they should have put the Wilhelm scream on that shouldn't they they should have yeah. maybe somebody somebody should yeah. do that someone should yeah. do that yeah, yeah. so clip on it put it on the Facebook page yeah. we go over to uh, the base now and yes. Blake's got this handful of uh, paste tat. You know, the uh, yes. the Blake yeah. 7 version of, um, you know, exquisite jewellery. Exquisite wealth, yes. Checks are finished. She is who you say she is. I wouldn't have brought her in if I hadn't met you. You're good at this, aren't you? I'm still alive. According to her, three of your erstwhile colleagues no longer share that happy condition. Happy condition? She says you killed one of them. So? Was it necessary? Yes, Diva, it was necessary. One bounty hunter killing another. It's a competitive profession. That isn't funny. Neither was Tando. Tando? Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, it was Tando you killed. Does it make a difference? Well, he's worse than the people he hunted. He didn't have a price on him, though, did he? It was only a matter of time. Isn't everything? Yes, and he's with our character. Our character. Yay! It's taken him a while to get here. Here's David. David. David, David Collins. David yeah. Diva Collins. Yes. 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 I love. I love David Collins. He's one of he my favourite all-time actors ever. Yeah. He's played some of my favourite parts. Silver Monkey. He's brilliant, and he is probably by far the best thing in this episode. I love the way he plays his character. Yeah. I, I, I mean, when, when he says, uh, why did you have to kill them? And Blake says it was, uh, what's his face? And he goes, oh, Tando. oh okay. Yeah, oh, it was Nando. It was Tando. Oh, oh, Nando. Right <laughs> oh, yeah. Brilliant. I love that. Yeah. I, it... I could watch a whole series of him just, you know, going about his day-to-day -day routine. I love Devo's day. Yeah. Yeah, Diva's day. Yeah, no, I yeah. love Diva. I like the fact that, you know, yeah. he is an intelligent man. Yep. who is following Blake. He believes in Blake's cause. Yeah. He says it later on. I will follow you to the end. Yeah. He Wouldn't will. he made a great liberator crewman? Oh. He would have been. Yes. Yeah. He, uh, most certainly, yes. But it's this scene where my questions really start coming because we find out that this is all an act. Blake yes. is just pretending yep. to be a bounty hunter. It's all a Which pretense. is a shame because Anne said when she was watching it, she goes, oh, I was hoping he was, he had turned and that, you know, life had, ground him down to the point where he's become what he despises. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's Which would have been much that would have been a much more interesting story. But instead we get this yeah. pretense yeah. that he's doing, which Diva is in on. And if that's yeah. the case, if Diva knows he's pretending to be a bounty hunter, 
I'm assuming that the, the, the paste crap jewellery that he's just yeah. given Blake is to give to the gun runners later on. Possibly. But, but, but right makes, now, yeah. we think he's being paid yeah. by Which is, Diva. Yeah, this is, this is why, again, another element of the story doesn't hold together. This is done... There's no... You know when you sometimes you watch something and then it, you get to a twist end and you go, oh, and you re-watch it and you go, oh my God, they were hinting at this all the way through. Yeah. This is none of that. This At this moment... All of people acting in this scene, Blake is a bounty hunter. If they're not pretending, they're not this. No. Blake is a bounty hunter. Otherwise, none of it makes any sense. No, no. But you can excuse the jewellery here. I mean, yeah. you know, that's why Blake has got all this crap. You know, yeah. he's, he's going to give it to the gun runners. <laughs> and it's at this point we see Mrs. Darrow, don't we? Uh, we do, Paul, yes. Paul's yeah. wife, yes. Um, she lets them know about the Scorpio crashing. They know that the, the, this, you know... Um, uh, Planet Hopper has crashed, and uh, Blake has chosen two more, you know, outlaws to go after, and yeah. says he will swing by Plantation Five, I think it is, yeah. uh, to look at the crash site, uh, which Diva objects to. Next question yeah. for you, right? Someone from the Federation High Council is due soon, so yes. presumably Blake is going to, or is it Diva? What, what's the situation? Somebody from the Federation is due to come along and see how lawful the planet now is. Is well, that the, right? The, the, only, the only way this would make any sense is that Blake is not pretending to be a bounty hunter to raise an army, because that, that's stupid. If the person coming to inspect the planet was Servalan, and Blake knew that Servalan was now the person that comes to, in, you know, would be the one coming here... Him posing as a bounty hunter so that he's got access to shooter, mm. that makes sense. But that would mean that that uh, Diva is actually not on Blake's side. But that would at least make sense. Yeah. What What's the story? So the the Federation person's coming to do what? What's the plan there? Because later I, on they say Blake's saying he's he's doing all this bounty hunter stuff so he can raise an army. Exactly. Why what's are you building with, a base? Yeah. A, a base and an army on a planet that the Federation yeah. is slowly taking back. Yeah, it it's stupid because surely you would want your your base for your terrorist army to be hidden, hidden or a neutral planet. Yeah, Fre Freedom City. Build it on Freedom yeah. City where you where, where where you have neutrality, but not a planet where the Federation yeah. are. You know focusing on and, and yep. want law and order back but yeah also how many how big is this army if Blake's going out and capturing each one now I'm presuming because Blake he he says I need to check each one out personally he yes. doesn't say what for I'm presuming it's so he can see they're not that villainous that they've yes. actually got a heart of gold so why recruit from a pool of people that are generally going to be scum yeah. and villains it's what we said before about, you know, that's why he didn't go back to Cygnus Alpha once he got the Liberator, because yeah. you're just going to have a whole yeah, crew yeah. of people you can't trust. And exactly. And who are going to slit your throat as soon as you fall asleep. Yeah, he wants to be going back and speaking to your, your Avalons and your, yes. your other people throughout the show. Kasabi's just... daughter. Yeah, Bring yeah, Kasabi, yeah. Yeah, old Carl Hellman. Go and get Carl yep. Hellman. Why aren't yep. they on this planet? Maybe they but, were on this planet and we just never saw them, you know? So he's so all he's doing is he's he's trying to recruit the honest people from amongst the 
the scum of the galaxy scum and villainy. <laughs> that have only come to the planet because there's no law. There's so okay, no law. <laughs> I I could see that you might go if if you're a rebel and you're you're for democracy, then you would be on the Federation wanted list. But mm-hmm. you then presumably wouldn't be the sort of wanted person that would go to a planet that's got no law to exploit the locals. You wouldn't the be. Only- you yeah. don't want somebody that's there just for the raping and pillaging. Exactly, yeah. Unless he, unless he was uh, missing Gan. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's a planet of Gans, basically, yeah. isn't it? Planet of the Gans. Oh, curse you, Ian. You're making me yeah. reassess this story. Hey, that's what I like. I yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. So he goes off. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, Arlen has information she wants to trace yes. with Which Eva. She delivers staring blankly at a camera yeah she's not, she's not too good i love that shot where um where david collins is looking up and she's obviously meant to be in a cell and she's just sat there as if she's in a doctor's surgery board yeah it's it's hilarious mm. all right well orax sending a distress beacon yes um, that mrs darrow has picked up yes and, uh, uh villa dana and sulin have found an old shed yes and, uh, a- avon Avon hides really professionally hides Aurac by putting a little bit of uh, lichen Mo- over his flashing lights that show through it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and he's beeping audibly. Yes, yes. Oh dear. <laughs> this flyer comes along. It, it sends its searchlights down and flies away. Yeah. Um, Tarrant Tarrant is unconscious, and we have Slave switching yeah. off. Fine, finally, a not bad scene from Slave. But do you know how much um, how much uh, emotion I had when Slave died? Pistol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing to his character. I was thinking this yeah. as I'm watching this. Yeah. I'm, I'm comparing the death yep. of Slave of Zen. to the death yeah. of Zen, and the two yeah. can't be more no. different, can they? Well, Anne said that. She goes, uh, "It's not really the same, is it?" She goes, "We watched Zen die last week." And it was really well done. And you watch Slave, and it's like, oh, you give this, yeah, oh, dear no. God. So what? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Another flyer comes yeah. in, and um, we've got. A... I thought. Oh, we do you were... know? It's also sorry to just mm. just to interrupt you. Do you know it's a cheeky bugger slave? Just as he's dying, he calls Tarrant Tarrant, don't he? He does at the very end. Oh, yeah, yeah. Annoyed yeah. me that. I think Chris Boucher is trying to do invoke the same thing as Zen yes. saying I. You know, to yeah, actually but that's, give him a, a bit of personality at the end. Yeah, but that's to say, so Zen says I, that gives him a big whole, big amount of pathos and yes. oh, emotional. The, the fact that someone would that would not be subservient at the end and finally stand up, for, that's not no. pathos, is it? That's you going, ooh, I'd, I'd have switched him off anyway, the bugger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, mm, yeah. Why right. is Tarrant wearing... Um, eyeshadow in that in this scene no that's not eyeshadow that's bruising oh it's bruising oh I thought you'd been to the disco (laughs) I know it's the 80s but yeah uh, yeah, no that's meant to be bruising Um, so yeah another fly comes in and as as I say I thought we were well done with rubbish video effects no but but these little dots coming down you know that are meant to be like laser fire oh that's awful 
that's um do you remember in five doctors where the side yes. crossed the, <laughs> the thing and the lasers come down and it's the bbc with their quantel box going beep, 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 beep. it's it's terrible no. uh, but they you could get away with it once but then they do it about five times don't they and, and oh, it is man. rubbish it is rubbish yeah. and the set is rubbish we're meant to yes. believe that that is the floor of the scorpio with a lot of earth coming but, but it looks like yeah. a studio a studio floor it's terrible as well because it's so like Terence lent against one of the bulkheads, but it's a bit of bulkhead, and then the rest of it is like a is is the sort of grass used to get in old greengrocers, you know, yes. that they'd put the fruit on. And I'm thinking, <laughs> so are we meant to believe that the entire floor of the Scorpio was ripped out, but left all the desks and that where yes. they were? What? Yeah. I think it's, you are meant to believe. Yeah, that. yeah oh, no. awesome. it's not not really because uh, it. The actual crash of the ship and the way they do it is very similar to the crash of the Enterprise in Generations, mm. but they had a budget that was higher than fourpence, didn't they? So, <laughs> yeah, but Blake's they ruined Tarrant's trousers, yeah, and his and his tunic. I know it's all ripped as well, yeah. But Blake's there, yes. He he, he says that Blake's gun here runners. to inject a bit of bit of uh, goodness into this story. Come on, Blake, we come on, you can do it, you can save it. Come on, and he does do it. You know, he, does, he, he says they're yeah. gun runners. They're not after mm. Tarrant. They're after him. Yes, um, that is a fabulous shot where he looks up at the camera yeah, and shoots up. Yeah. Oh man, this is Blake the hero now. Yes, you know, and uh, we we hear it crash. Yeah. We hear it go over, and then we've got a stop that's a, that's footage a, of, yeah. of an explosion outside. No, well, it, it's a nice explosion. Yeah, but it's daytime. But it's that's true. Yeah. At night. <laughs> yeah, but there, occasionally there's some subtlety in this episode that that jars with the terrible direction for the rest. It's a bit schizophrenic in that respect. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we go to the shed now, don't we? Because we Villa, do, yes. Villa's on watch as the others are yeah. asleep, and he's knocked out by two of these bounty hunters who managed to creep into the shed without him hearing them. Yes. Uh, Again, Villa is comic relief. Uh, I suppose we had to have it in the final episode a bit, but it did half undermine him, don't it? Because one thing he's really good at is self-preservation. Yeah. He yeah. would be so scared he would not be falling asleep. No, no, not at all. But anyway, um, that killed by Avon. Um, yes. And um, Villa wakes up and um, and gives Avon such a look. Again, Michael yeah. Keaton is really, really good in this. Brilliant, yeah, brilliant. Did you find out what they were doing in this area, Orak? They came to investigate my distress signals, naturally. Naturally? You wouldn't have set us up by any chance, would you, Avon? Now, that is an unattractive idea. I really could be quite annoyed. If I thought we'd been the bait in a trap you'd laid for them, Avon. Where's Tarrant? I had no idea it was you. And it shouldn't have been. As a matter of interest, you've been walking in the wrong direction if you want to get out of this forest. I asked where Tarrant was. Still, that's no longer a problem. We just inherited a flyer. Avon. If you're here, and Aurak's here, how did Tarrant get off the ship? Bounty hunters, these two bounty hunters, had homed in on Aurak's distress signal, um, something Sulin isn't too happy about. Yeah, she's, she's really brilliant good, yeah. in this. Oh, yeah. I, you say about, you know, you've re-evaluated um, Callie. Yeah, um, Sulin as well. And yeah. Sulin. Sulin, yeah. 
I should save it for the Sulin episode, but Sulin, yeah. I always remember before we did this as a disappointment because mm. she's just a replacement for what we had lost, you know, in well, season I, I always, two and three. I always, yeah, I always pictured her as a bit of tie for the cameras, for the newspapers, and Something nothing for the much dads. to her ca- Yeah, nothing much to her character. And she, I mean, there, there isn't much to her character, but the actress is brilliant. She really, she is. She here, does everything yeah. she does with. You know, very little she does great stuff with. Yeah, cool. Bloody hell. Here, if she was yeah. saying that to me, I'd be cacking it. I <laughs> yeah. really would. <laughs> yeah. And again, Villa is brilliant. Yeah. Where's Tarrant? You know? Yeah. That I, you're this here, is my, I think this you're saying here. about, yeah, you're saying about favorite Villa bits. I think this is one of my favorites because cause you can see he's, he's thinking exactly what Avon tried to do to him, that mm-hmm. Avon's killed Tarrant somehow. Yeah, and it's yeah. just, yeah, he won't let it go. It's like, where's Tarrant? And Avon's ignoring him. Where's Tarrant? What, yeah, do, you think, what yeah. do you think Avon's answer would have been? Because we never see the yeah. answer, do we? No, we never see the answer. I don't know. I I don't think Avon would have answered him. I no? Think. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, we've got a lovely bit next. A lovely, lovely bit where you've got Blake with Tarrant. Yes. <coughs> you feeling better? A little. Whose ship is this? Why? You think you're making an offer for it? Do you want to tell me your name then? Not particularly. Hmm. I did just save your life. You just saved your life. It was you they wanted, if you remember. Actually, uh, it was these they wanted. They had some quaint idea I was going to pay for consignment of arms in advance. I had some quaint idea they were trying to cheat me. Yes, well, it's difficult to tell who you can trust these days. But as tests go, isn't that and this bit obvious. Maybe. It's getting light. Should we go? They, yeah, they work together really well. They do. These two they actors. Do. You know what I said about, you know, um, um, Gareth Thomas seems to have more screen presence yes. here than he did in the, the, his first two seasons. I know that Stephen Pacey is, is t- he's a tall man. He's like six foot two, yeah. six foot three. But when Blake lifts Taron up, he looks like a child yeah, yeah, <laughs> compared to Blake. Because you never really picture Blake being that big, do you, that tall? No. He's not imposing at all. No, no, no. But yeah, he is, he's defi- definitely imposing. That's the word for me, it's imposing. Imposing. And I like yeah. the way in this scene, at the begin with, he's studying Taron's yes. teleport yeah. bracelet. He's actually trying it on. Yeah, he's well, this, put it on his wrist, hasn't he? Yeah, th- this is really good because he he puts it on, and you can see just on on Gareth Thomas' facial acting that this is he knows what this is, or yes, he yes. suspects what it is. Yes. He therefore then suspects who this is. Yes, and I love the bit where he's telling him about Jenna, and he look he just looks over yeah. at Tarrant yeah. to see his reaction. He's seeing if he reacts at the name. Yes, it's, Be- it's so good. Because we find out later that he heard Slave call Tarrant yes. Tarrant. Yes. So 
he knows the nut guy's name's Tarrant, and we also find out later that um, he knows that Tarrant has got a price on his head, and he's yep. associated with Avon and Villa and the others. Okay, but right now he's like, I don't think he's sure if this is the Tarrant. No, but he's, he's got this he's thing on his checking. wrist. Yeah, he's got this thing on his wrist that hey. This could be a teleport bracelet. And that's why he says, whose ship is this? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, of course, Tarrant knows who Blake is. I mean, at the very beginning, the very first time we ever see Tarrant, when he uh, meets Avon, he said, I I know you're not Blake. I knew Blake, you weren't Blake, yeah. I would have recognized him. So Tarrant yeah. knows right now that this is Blake, yes? Uh, I think... I think he has to, but he doesn't play it like it is, or, or he's just so concussed. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to mention Force Awakens later, but okay. this is one uh, a Force Awakens moment where you go, no, you've gone to this planet looking yeah. for Blake. This is a guy who looks like Blake. <laughs> yeah, tell him who you are. I'm Tarrant. Yeah. I'm with Avon. We've crashed. Yeah. This is our old ship. The Liberator was destroyed. Yeah. Sorry about that, Blake. And none of what's going to happen yep. is going to happen if Tarrant hadn't bloody well <laughs> kept stum. Yeah. This is the equivalent of a sitcom where shenanigans happen because the boss doesn't tell the wife of the the employee who he is. Yeah, and so she, you know, she tells him all the secrets and that. Yeah, this is this is really cheap and lazy. And this is one of my biggest uh, annoyances with this episode is that. The stuff only happens because of plot convenience. Yeah. In the real world, Tarrant would have said, "Are you You're Blake? Blake?" Yes. Yeah. And then said, "We've come to find you. We need you." Yes. Why, but, Tarrant? Yeah. It's all your fault. <laughs> I take back everything positive yeah. I said about Tarrant so far. Yeah. This is all. Everything that's going to happen is Tarrant's well, fault. I don't. I don't know whether it's Tarrant's fault. I mean, we can blame him for a lot, but it's also Blake's fault for having such a stupid plan. Why? Would, I mean, yes. I understand Blake's meant to be not trusting anyone, but he—he's he's been waiting for Avon to turn up. He knows that this guy could be Taron. Taron's with Avon. All he's got to do to say to him and says, uh, "Did Avon get off the ship?" and see how he reacts. Yes. Not Jenna. Do I mean, it then and there. Yeah. 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 Oh man. All right. Well, Orak tells Avon that the other flyer has just lifted yes. off. That's Blake's, obviously. Yeah. And. Um, and Avon's plan is to follow this flyer to the base. Orak can study the, um, you know, the secret code, and yeah. they'll go in as well. I, okay. I do like Orak. So I can do better than that. I yes. can get you. Yeah, he's, yes. so, he's so little smug bugger, isn't he? I yeah. love him. We, ne we never see uh, Blake's flyer. We just see the cockpit, the side of the cockpit. And, um, and, but Tarrant has noticed that Blake is constantly changing direction. Yes. Um, and just before we get the big Jenna reveal, uh, we get this very un unconvincing shot of the others lifting off in their uh, yeah. flyer, which Not is the, the same copy. CSO, is it? No. Uh, oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it, it, yeah it's, it, it's not good. No. Um, Orac knows that Blake's flight computer is doing a random course change. Yeah. And it's at exactly the same time that Tarrant works out that that's yeah. what's going on. A random program. It's an old smuggler's trick. Did you learn it from an old smuggler? No, from a young one, actually. Her name was Jenna. 
What happened to her? She tried to run the blockade once too often. Happens to all of them eventually. You made the capture? Nobody made the capture. She hit the self-destruct. And when it blew, she took half a squadron of gunships with her. Which is nice that even concussed their sort of making out talent is at least competent. He is a pilot. His job, yeah, he's a yeah, pilot. Yeah, yeah, and mention is made of um, Tarrant says it's an old smuggler's trick. Yeah, and and that's when Blake says, "Well, a young one actually. Her name was Jenna, you know." And I love Stephen Pacey. His reaction to hearing the word Jenna, you know, that's terrific acting. And as yeah. you say, Blake is watching tarrant to see what the reaction is now he yep. knows this is the tarrant doesn't he yes it's, yeah. it's one of those things where like you say if they'd have both turned to each other and gone oh and pointed mm. at each other that would have been better um is it do you reckon it that stephen pace is one of those actors that is that acts in reaction to the people he's with so when he's Ooh. doing a scene with gareth thomas a really good actor his game immediately goes up yeah. but when he's when he's doing a scene with say dana very poor actress his acting poor. capability goes down down yeah i think yeah. you're right yeah. i think you're right yeah we said this before in the Jenner episode. Do you think Blake is actually telling the truth? No, no. I think that you look at the look, the look on Blake's face. He's lying through his teeth. He's just he's saying this as a way of getting a reaction. If he is lying, he's got better at, at, at yeah. lying because that's a terrific performance yeah. from Gareth Thomas saying about, you know, she took out a squadron of gunships yeah. with her, you know. All right. But he's, he's speaking as if it happened on this planet, isn't he? He said she broke the blockade, presumably a blockade around this planet, because yeah, he mentioned yeah. the other blockade. So was Jenna with him on this planet? If he's telling I the truth, so. was Jenna with him on this planet up until very recently? She's part of the army. It could have happened yeah. like last week, couldn't it? Yeah. You know? And it's the, obviously that blockade is the thing, you know, the donut ships that shot down yeah. the Scorpio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, bo the bounty hunting ships. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah. if, she, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense though. If he, because if they're the bounty hunting ships, presumably there are other bounty hunters, not part of Blake's crew or whatever. I don't. No, know. independent ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And at, it's at that point we see the outside of the flyer, and uh, that that's a nice, nice design. Yeah, nice little model. Yeah, that that's Bill Pearson. That's Bill Pearson, of course, yeah. who did make that. And um, I can't believe that's the same man that made those no, toys. No, it can't be. It can't be. No. Um, I know, and you know as well, our friend Andrew Glazebrook, you know, he's, yep. uh, he's remade one of these, and he tried yeah. to be um, true to the source material, trying to um, search out all the kit parts that Bill used. The yep. engines for that flyer seem to be, I, I, I think the last time Andrew mentioned it, it... It looks like that's some sort of like hose connector or something right. like that. Not a model kit, but no, Andrew did a really good version of it. Um, and I'll put that up on Facebook. Um, and Blake takes Tarrant next to Mrs. Darrow. Yes. Um, and she's worried there's too many uncleared flights going around up there. Presumably, one, is, one of them is the ship that's bringing all the Federation troopers that we're going to yeah. see. Yeah. They don't really elaborate, but... Yeah, I presume it, yeah, because there's a lot of troopers come down, so they must have come on a few ships. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I've got something on behind the scenes about that as well. Um, and they mentioned that it might be the Federation Observer arriving, this person yeah. from the um, High Council. Um, and it's at that point that Blake takes Tarrant to go and see uh, good old Diva. 
Well now, Bounty Hunter, that was a short trip even by your standards. Short, but profitable. Even by my standards. Was it something I said? Who is he? His name is Tarrant. Your flight computer mentioned it whilst you were unconscious. Tarrant. I wouldn't run it through the computer just yet, Diva. You see, this one has a very high Federation price on his head. Are you sure? I'll give the man credit for knowing his trade. Dirty though it is. He also has several associates with Federation prices, and one of them is particularly valuable. And all of them are particularly dead. In which case, that other flyer was merely a coincidence. A coincidence, however, that might just have analysed a random flight programme. And the significance of that is... A very useful device called ORAC. Why don't you sit down, Tarrant? If it is Avon, we shouldn't have much longer to wait. Doesn't it occur to you to wonder where he's got all this information from? Give the man credit for knowing his truth. Oh, surely you're not that naive. You're wasting your breath, Tarrant. Yes? There's a flyer just put down in the silo. It had all the right signals, but it isn't one of ours. Let them through. Let them through. Is that wise? We don't want them damaged, do we? Get me one security guard, I'll deal with it. Send a security guard to my office, will you? What on earth happened to you? Oh, most of it wasn't on earth, Tarrant. Not what happened to me. Of course not. When he knows as much about this as you do now, he'll join us, like you did. He passed the test then. <laughs> I'm satisfied. These stupid games you insist on playing, Blake, will get someone killed eventually. I have to test each one myself. No, you don't have to. I set up systems for that. I broke the security codes on their central computer. I got us access to official channels, information, everything we could possibly need. You don't need to be involved at all. All right, I find it difficult to trust. It's a failing, I admit it. And any one of our people could select the people you collected. You didn't need to do the bounty hunter routine either. Indulge me. Do I have a choice? Well, there's always a choice, Diva. Not for me, there isn't. I said I'd follow you, and I will, until the Federation's finally destroyed. But if you're killed, where does that leave us? With the base, the beginnings of an army. Isn't all of it useless if you're not there to lead it? You worry too much, Diva. Somebody has to. Might be an idea for somebody to start worrying about the one we just lost. Why? He isn't armed. I didn't notice that slowing him up. That's true. Relax, Diva. Nobody's indispensable. Take, yeah. takes him to see Diva and then nicks his gun out the holster and wrecks it as he pulls he, it out. He does. Yeah. Because <laughs> Villa's do gun wins. earlier is, is shattered, isn't it? Or the front yeah. panel's all falling off Villa's gun earlier. And then this one, he pulls it out and he, he breaks the scope off of it. He does. Um, <laughs> so is it is it just that these these uh, props were just on their last legs by now? I think by then, yeah, yeah weeks and weeks of filming, yeah, yeah. they were. Because had we got a fifth season, it would have all been different again, wouldn't it? They'd have had to get another ship, they would have had new weaponry. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, would have all been different. Yeah. And he knows he's Tarrant, as I say. Yes. He, yeah. He's figured it out. and But he's playing this stupid game of this. Oh, Jesus. Well, at this point, with the gun on Tarrant, you know he's not going to do anything stupid. You just say, I'm Blake. It's not what you think it is. We're all on the same side. Yeah. Don't If you're panic. with Avon, yeah, Here's it's all my right. gun. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, he doesn't. He says everything needed to make Tarrant think that he's... And Diva calls him out. out on it, doesn't he? Yeah. You know? Yep. He he says, don't check on Tarrant because, you know, if he's with the others, you know, and Tarrant says the others are dead. And he goes, well, in that case, um, the thing that's following us is uh, this thing called Aurac and they can't be all dead. Yeah. Yeah. And if it is Avon, we won't, it it won't be, we won't have too long to wait. Yeah. It's very contrived. Hmm. I do like the line, though, where Tarrant says, what on earth happened to you? And Blake yeah. says, oh, it wasn't on earth yeah. most of what happened most to me. Most of it didn't nice. happen on earth, yeah. Again, Gareth Thomas, superb. Yeah, yeah. And Blake says, um, because they find out that the flyer has landed, you know, Avon's flyer has landed, Mrs. Darrow says that. Blake says, send me one security guard and I'll deal with it. So he, what is Blake going to do here? He's going to walk along with us. Is he going to play this silly game with Avon and Villa? It's Avon and Villa. You don't need to play this silly game. It just, yeah, it's annoying. It's so poorly thought out either by the script writers or if not by the script writers by Blake. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it, he might as well just shut himself in the head and be done with I it. I think you're right. I think easy. he's mentally damaged. Yeah. yeah. Same as Avon, he's mentally damaged, you know. Yeah. Um because at that point, you know, Arlen comes in in a little jumpsuit and um Tarrant runs for it. And um and that's when Diva says about do you have to play these stupid games? You don't have to vet them each personally yourself yeah. you don't have to do the bounty hunter routine uh come on man you know but this is this is what i said if it had been a two-parter you could have fleshed this out properly it's too late in the day for this twist yeah because every time i watch this episode i'm always shocked because you're you get to this point and you think oh stuff's coming to all oh, this and then boom it's over this it, is about yeah. 10 minutes from the end yeah, this, it's, this it's bit too is about late in the day. From it. it is so rushed now, you know. Yeah, yeah because um, he says, you know, if your Blake killed, where are we going to be? And he goes, y- y- you know, a base, the begin- beginnings of an yeah. army. And he says, yeah, well, that's no good without you. We need a figurehead, just what Avon was saying about. Yeah. And he, he, he tells Diva to relax and goes off to find Tarrant, who's in the control room. And finds Mrs. Darrow and seems to squeeze her cheeks, facial, yeah. and that um, causes yeah to, to make said, her pass out. Yeah, and said he knocked her out by squeezing. <laughs> yeah, just squeezing your cheeks. Yeah, he's cheeked her to death. It's, he's yeah, it's not good. <laughs> and then he's attacked by a barber. The man's dressed like yeah, a barber. dressed like a barber. Yeah, yeah. Well, perhaps and... he goes. Uh, he goes. That call that a perm. <laughs> Starts attacking him. It's at this point when I watch yeah. this story, it's like, oh no, because this is it now. It's the downward yeah. slide, isn't it? From now on, it's like there's we no both, stopping this. Yeah, we both we both feel that it's a downward slide, but for different reasons. All right, well, let's talk about those mm. different reasons. First of all, we've got the alarm going off. Yes, um, I like the alarm. The yeah, alarm I like the alarm. I, it's, it yeah. sets a beat yeah. uh, for what's about to play it out. It's, it's like it? a habit. But 
there's so many parallels between this and Terminal, but Terminal did it all much better. Mm. When you think, so the final smile, the the ship being destroyed, yeah. this heartbeat alarm noise to set the the tone, yeah. But Terminal did it so much better, I think. No. All right. So the barber's shot by Sulin. Yes. Because that's when they come in. And uh, Mrs. Darrow is shot by Mr. Darrow. Yeah, that's a really chilling and nice thing. Because it's not like she's doing anything to in, to threaten them. She's just trying to talk. And he just guns her down. He's insane yeah. right now. Yeah. He, he, yeah. It, it, I mean, that's the only explanation you can have for anything that comes after this. Yeah. That he's he's finally gone insane. But they haven't built it up enough. No. But it, think. it's here. We're yeah. at the top of the roller coaster. We're I'm glad you made it. So am I. Even I think he's here. Security personnel to main tracking gallery. Security personnel to main tracking. <laughs> Is it him? It's him. He sold us, Avon. All of us. Even you. Is it true? Avon, it's me, Blake. Stand still! Have you betrayed us? Neither do I. I set all this up. Yes. Avon, I was waiting for you. And here we go. Who's going to get the silliest death? Dun, yes, dun, so, dun. okay. And it all starts with Tarrant, bloody yes. idiot, saying, Avon, I think he's here. Yeah. Right? Which is, I mean, at least he's trying to tell him. Yeah. In an episode that no one tries to communicate, at least Tarrant's trying to tell him. I think he's here. He knows yeah. he's Blake. It should be, he is here. Blake is here, yeah. you know? But in comes Blake. And Arlen. And I can distinctly remember this moment now. This last, what, four minutes? Three minutes? Four minutes, minutes, yeah. He comes in, and there's an almost awed look from Avon. Yes. But this is when Blake appears, and you see him, and Avon sees him. This should be, there should be another 20 minutes after this of Mm. story when, but no, you're right. This is like, this is almost the last couple of shots yep and so this is a momentous occurrence and it's thrown away i think in a way you can say this is like real life you know things don't build up to a momentum and and then there's tragedy but if i I wanted to watch real life i'd open me curtains exactly this is escapism yes yeah 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 so we have this like you know almost yeah uh, as i say awed look from avon you get a stunned look from villa yeah, uh, and and Tarrant says, "Is it him?" And Villa goes, "Yep, 
it's without him. taking yeah. his eyes off of Blake. Yep, it's him. Yep. Um, and the next bit, Tarrant, shut your mouth because it's Tarrant's fault. He says yep. he sold us Avon, even you. And that's when yep. Avon's face falls. We have been leading up to this moment, haven't we, on this show, that yes. Avon wants to see Blake fail. Avon wants to see Blake not the goody-goody that everybody thinks he is. He can't yes. be that good. There's no way. He's yeah. going to betray me. He's going to fail me in some way. And then finally hearing it from Tarrant yeah. makes his face fall, doesn't but it? But he wants to believe it, doesn't he? He's not He's not thinking, is Tarrant right? He he wants to believe this when he, you know, when he's saying, have you betrayed us? Have you betrayed me? Me, yeah. yeah. Although I delivered it better there. So. Um, well, it's a <laughs> well you've got the outfit and I haven't. That's true, yeah. Um, yeah, he Avon wants... This This is sort of... This is this is almost Avon's told you so moment, isn't it? It's, no, you, you're not the good guy you pretend to be. Ha 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 ha. Oh, we're all dead. Um, but it's so rushed. It is rushed, but... I, I I like it because you know he 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 does he 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 can't believe the thing that he always suspected about Blake can be true because he actually lowers his gun you know yeah. he approaches Blake he 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 holds his arms out to the side you know and he approaches him and that's when it's like is it true have you um but you wouldn't know, if you were Blake me? at this point would you go I haven't betrayed you, uh, Avon. No, no, exactly. No, this don't is this is my next idiot. point. Say yeah. no, no, no. I haven't. Yeah. This is a pretense for everybody else. I know yeah. who you are. I don't yeah. need to pretend to be this person. Yeah, you know. And Tarrant, he, he says Tarrant doesn't understand. And and Avon says, and on my C ninety cassettes, I listen to this story a lot. Um, he says neither do I, but. In the mix, you don't hear him say Blake. He actually yeah. does say, neither do I, Blake, you know. And I think the crucial, most terrible moment is for Blake to say, I set all this up. Yeah. You know, word it better. You yeah. Know? You fool. Yeah. You fool. As I say, a Force Awakens yeah. uh, moment for me here in that when you see Han Solo approach Kylo Ren and Kylo Ren says, there's something I've got to do, but I don't know if I've got the strength to do it. Can you help me? Han Solo says, yes, thinking it's a positive thing. I yeah. want, I, 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 of course I'm going to help you. He doesn't realize Kylo's saying, I need to kill you to turn yeah. to the dark side. He's got it all wrong, and Blake's got it all wrong by saying, "I set all this up." Yeah, you know, it, it reminds me of. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with uh, the young ones. Oh, I and love the young ones. Do you like you remember the one where they've all got the colds in the street, and the street <laughs> brawl breaks out, and when the someone throws a brick, and the guy that gets hit by the brick turns to another guy and says something like, uh, you know, did you see that? And the other guy goes, yes, I did that, thinking yes. of something else. And <laughs> as soon as he says, I set this Off all it up. it goes, yeah. That, I'm just, and perhaps that's why I, it, it doesn't resonate that much with me, because I just immediately think of the young one. Yeah, he's, he's totally miscalculated, yeah. yes, you know, yeah. and totally said the wrong words because he then says avon i was waiting for you as he starts walking towards avon yes i've and, been waiting for you yeah yeah and that's when he gets shot and a well avon does the uh stand still he's thing. already done it but yeah, he, as he already yeah he, he told does, him to stand yeah. still but he he yeah. starts walking 
Yvonne, I was waiting for you, and that's when we get it. Three shots. Three yes. shots from this new gun. And um, and Blake falls at his feet. His last words are Avon as he yeah, looks so, into his eyes. So, yeah, so we w- Avon shoots Blake and Anne goes, ooh, oh. And then immediately afterward says, Avon's not that stupid. He, this, this is very contrived. And it's like, yeah, exactly the problem I have with it. Mm. This is, it's so contrived to, to finish him off. It's good and it, it does resonate. But did you know, I mean, coming up, see if you can guess which of the, of the deaths made my hair stand up and I, I felt a little bit teary. So if you, as we go through them, see if we. All right. Okay. Well, let's get started. All right. Um, Diva, that's the point where Diva um, comes in. And he's killed by Arlen with yeah, her. Yeah, that's a shame. She's got a new gun. She shoots yeah. him um, and re- reveals her fe- herself yes. as a Federation officer. And she doesn't even do that well, though. That could be a brilliant line. No, I'm a fe- Federation officer. Yeah, yeah it's, Ta- it's very uh, monotone. Travis w- yeah. yeah, Travis would have delivered that so much better. Yeah. And they hear from her that Blake yeah. was on their side all along. We never get any reaction shots to this. No. Definitely not They to should have had Avon, Avon going, no. No. Um, no, he, he's just staring at Blake, isn't yeah. he? You know? His brain's gone. He's, he's, he's out of there, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. This a- is Avon's the moment. brain has checked out. Yeah. This is definitely the moment. And and Villa tries pleading. Yes. You know, brilliant. I, I was just brilliant along to for the, the end, ride. Yeah. Yep, brilliant to the end. Um the worst of the uh, uh, of the killings, if they are killings, is Dana. Yeah. Yes, um, I agree. That is that is laughable. We both have a little that chuckle face? at that. What but is... she died as she lived in an embarrassing way. It doesn't help. It's in yeah. slow motion. No, none of this helps. It. If this had been normal speed, just throwaway deaths, it would be so much better. But it's almost like that they're. They're going, look, we're killing all your people off. But yeah, Dana's is hilarious. It is hilarious. Yeah. A lot of people have explained mm. what's happening now in that there are different weapons being used. Ah, okay. bollocks. And they're all dead. Live with it. Yeah, they are dead. Yes. Yeah. I don't think she's stunned at all. And no. Villa becomes a hero stunned. in yes, his Villa, last moments. Really good. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it, it, I watched it As about we've three always times. Said, yeah. Michael Keating's acting. You know, he knocks the gun out of hand, yeah. knocks her out. But unfortunately, also, but even even his acting is good. But his his fight work is better than everyone else's. Yeah, because yeah. he it looks convincing. Whereas it's when really, you see yeah. Dana pick that gun up and then oh, get yeah. shot and start gurning at ah. the camera, <laughs> it's laughable. Yeah, he gets shot in slow motion as well, and um, I presume he's dead because you see the person shooting him and it's a Federation yeah. pistol. Yeah, a lot, there's a lot of fan thing that these are stun guns, aren't they? Just stun yeah, they're all just stunned. Yeah. And we have seen before, haven't we, the um, yeah. Project Avalon one that yeah. the Federation guns can just bruise, but not yeah, they knock give, you they out. Give you a, they give you yeah. a, a bit of a bruise. But... Sulin is shot in the back. Yeah. Okay. And I, I could have made a joke then. I wouldn't. I wouldn't, not going to stoop that low. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. About right, shooting so, Sulin in the back, but no. And, and Tarrant too. And they, Tarrant, they Tarrant are all death in slow me. motion. Is it? I, what a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. Tarrant died, and I, I felt a little bit emotional. No, and Villa. I thought, what Tarrant? Yeah, I, I, I was. I wasn't. I was. I knew Villas was coming up, but then I think Sulin, and then Tarrant. And it was like, oh, they've killed Tarrant. I knew he was going to die. 
Mm. Uh, I think he's he's wormed his way into my heart, perhaps. I think he has gone up a bit for yeah. me as I well. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. so Avon's surrounded by these yes. troopers. The alarm's um, going off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. S- really some, good. Have, some have got the uh, new guns that we've yep. never seen before, which I've seen, you know, people saying yeah, that's stun guns. Stun gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. And some not. And he steps over Blake's body and, and yes. stares the, at the, him. The blocking in this final scene is, I mean, all these deaths and the blocking is terrible, I have to say. The, the set is far too small to do this sort of grand action on. So yeah, there's a reason for little, that set. Though. Oh, is there? Oh, yeah. Right. Because, and then this bit, so all the guards shuffle in and they're within poking distance of Paul Darrow. It yeah. doesn't work. Right. If they all shoot, they're going to shoot each other. <laughs> they? I'd never thought about yeah. that. I don't mind it. I'd, I've never thought yeah. about that before. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, he looks down at, uh, at Blake. Yeah. Uh, Blake, well, he doesn't look up, but Blake's face no. is there. The, the alarm turns off. And and he, he 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 raises. Not only does he raise his gun, he fans his gun yes. as well. One, one last final time. fan. That's... Why don't the guards at that point just gun him down? I mean, he's exactly. raising a weapon. Makes it's no very sense. melodramatic. Yeah. This bit, isn't it? Yeah, fans the gun and smiles. Freeze frame, and we go to credits. Or yeah. we go to darkness, don't we? We go to darkness, and we get uh, we get a few sound effects, and we get Avon's gun, and then. We lots get. I, I think we get about yeah. five Federation guns firing before Avon's gun fires. No, I think Avon's is the first one. Is it the first one? Yeah. So you got one that sounds different. I I think that's a, meant to be Avon firing, well, and okay. then they wipe him out. <laughs> right. Right. So at the end of this story, do yeah. you think they're all dead? Uh. Yeah. 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 Why not? Okay. Why right. not? Well, well, I mean, it depends because. Realistically, this this is one of the things where realistically your heart says, "I'd like to see more adventures with these guys. I'd like to see some," and then your brain kicks in and goes, "The last series has been shit. Just yeah. let it be." What's the next one gonna be? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm happy that they're dead. That we had four varying quality seasons, ranging from absolutely superb to pretty damn good. That's a good range, I yeah. think. Um, I'm happy that it ended where it did. Mm. Okay. You know. All right, so let's move on to uh, behind the scenes. Yes. And, but before we do that, um, like I've done with the last two seasons... We haven't spoken about our feature character very much. No, but we will. Oh, okay. We will, all right. Um, whenever a season finishes, now we do a little talk about, you know, the season yes. and the background on the season before we get yep. to behind the scenes of our character. All right, so season four... Mm. was never meant to be, was it? No, it wasn't. It was, uh, by all sort of reports, a surprise to everyone. A rush job. A mm-hmm. bit of a no No one really wanted to do it at that point. No, no. I mean, I mean it. the, the show itself was meant to finish with Terminal. Yeah, yeah, the Liberator got... blown up. Everyone stranded on the planet with a yeah. clapped-out spaceship. Yes? Yes. And I think, from the actor's point of view... I think they would, they had all moved on. Hello, the cat's just come in the room. Uh, they'd mm-hmm. all moved on mentally and probably in their hearts, hadn't they? I think when you see interviews and that with them, it, I think they're all happy for another year's money. Yeah. But I don't think anyone was really enthused by this season. No. 
No, and and so many things, are, you, you know, result in what we yeah. saw, you know. Yes. I mean, the fact that they they tried desperately to get back to the status quo, you know, we've got to find a ship, tick. We've got to find a ship that's super, tick. We've got to have a teleport, tick. We've yeah. got to do this, tick. It, so the first half of the season feels very much like a... Uh, a shopping list of oh, we got to get back. We're 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 not not just peddling water here. We're actually desperately trying to get back to where we were yes. on the last episode. Um, and then the, they finally get there, and there's sort of a couple of episodes of okay, so this could be sort of rogues in space, no federate. Yeah, okay, this is good. And then we go into the tail end of the season, which is leading up to this. It it's such a spotty season of non linked stuff i think i wish it hadn't happened you know it would have been nice to have finished with season three you know i think so because like i said um, although we've got a few highlights of season four so we've got some bits we enjoyed and some you know some good episodes good stories we get to the final episode and terminal did it so much better yeah you know the return of blake i think was handled well the the ship blowing up handled much better you know and, and we didn't kill off the characters no which is i think a much better and it's up and, to you, the viewer, yeah. to decide what happened next. Yes. Yep. Yeah. But unfortunately, you know, uh, Terminal went out. It's apocryphal now. I don't know if it's actually true, but apparently Bill Cotton, head of BBC, yep. was watching it with his wife. And his wife said to him, oh, that was rather good. He gets on the phone, phones up the BBC, says to the uh, continuity announcer... Say on the uh, end credits, you know, there is going to be a Blake 7 will return next year, right? Yeah. Which nobody knew about. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody. Nobody in the production office knew. I, I think you're right. It's probably a little bit apocryphal that it happened like that. But I yeah. reckon that there, so many people say that same basic story that that there has to be at least a kernel of truth. There's in a germ it. in yeah. there, isn't yeah. there? And the yeah. fact that, that they obviously got rid of all the sets, they... They didn't keep anything. They had no scripts ready. I th- yeah, I, it, it rings true. Yes, it does. They yeah. just they did destroy the Liberator. They yeah. destroyed the uh, yep. flight deck and everything. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that Paul Darrow, when he heard that, because everyone's mm. watching the last episode at home, you know, and Paul Darrow thought he had been written out because yeah. he just assumed everybody else knew there was going to yeah. be a fourth one and I nobody bet they had all told did him. That. I bet yeah. they all thought that. Yeah. Apart from oh, Stephen back, but not me. <laughs> apparently, Stephen Pacey, he thought yeah. there was going to be a fourth one. Nobody all had right. told him there was going to only he be was, three. He was still sat in the studio. Where is everyone? Hello? Hello? <laughs> he was having his hair done. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, of course, because of that, there was a massive rush to get things yeah. uh, going. Everything had to be done from scratch now. You know, we've um, obliterated the sets. Everyone's yep. gone off. David Maloney went off to, you know, when the boat comes in. Everyone had gone their separate ways. Suddenly, you've got to get this production crew back in. You've got to get the actors back in. Yep. Um, you've got to get scripts written, etc., etc. Chris- I mean, it's not, not... I mean, now that would be impossible to do, I think. At least then it was the BBC was a, a factory, so you could you could they someone higher up could have said, Yeah, I know you've you've moved on as cameraman or whatever to this other show, you're back on this one. You wouldn't have had any say in what 
shows you were working on. Right. So yeah. I, I suppose it was easier. You couldn't really do it now, I doubt it. Everyone would have dispersed, wouldn't they, immediately? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, Chris Boucher, he wrote another one of these general notes and baffled gab yeah. glossary books, okay? Um, but right up until they um, were writing Traitor, which I think is the third, third story, one, yeah. Yeah, so. they didn't know the name of the ship, okay? And they didn't know how the teleport is going to work, and they um, were calling Zenon uh, with a Z, not an X. All right. Okay. Um, and they considered for season four to have a story arc of Avon gathering, gathering together a group of scientists to attack the Federation. Yeah. But that was dropped because, you know, that cr- creates problems about, oh, this one must be before this one, etc., etc. Yeah. Et okay. Um, the final story, Blake here, um, was g- going to be called The Attack. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Who was attacking? Well, they were. Um, um, the final story was going to be called Attack. They find Blake. Blake joins them on the Scorpio and leads an, an assault on the Federation on Earth. I wonder if that would have been like Star 1, that we wouldn't have seen the attack. We would have just seen him going in or something. Well, or it, it would have been a very low-budget attack, wouldn't it? Whether it happened or not, they were going to win. Okay, Blake and the others would win, but Ver Lorimer, who was now producer, he said, "No, no, no, you can't have that. That's like five men trying trying to defeat the uh, the Nazis. You know, you can't do it. Five people can't take down this whole thing." Okay, I would have loved to have seen if Blake had won, and then everyone's going, "Okay, you've won, Blake. Where's your plan? Where's the infrastructure?" And he's going, (laughs) "I got, I got five men." One of them's a thief. Um, <laughs> it would have been mad. I mean, that's quite what I quite like in um, The Mandalorian, isn't it? Because it's set after the rebels have won control. And they're, they're absolutely doing a terrible job at keeping yep. any sort of control or any sort of infrastructure. And that's exactly as it would be. It would be. Yeah. 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 Graham Williams, a name you know. Yeah, uh, Graham Williams, Doctor. producer of Doctor Who. Yeah, he wrote a treatment um, called Ragnarok. Really? Uh, it was in it? Pardon? Was four in it. <laughs> Very good. Um, it was abandoned. Okay. Paul Darrow wrote one. Oh, dear. Oh, is this Iron Man? Man of Man. Iron. Man of Iron. Yeah. Oh, I remember reading bits of it in some fan magazine. Uh, it seemed terrible. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Union Rules um, said that Chris Boucher couldn't write more than two yeah. episodes. So he wrote the first and the last um, the thinking being there that they're the ones that are repeated the most. All right. Okay. okay. Um, Jan Chappell was meant to come back. Yep. Um, originally for six, uh, she said no. It would have been said, interesting. Were they planning to kill her off halfway through? Halfway through, yeah. yeah. And then it was three, okay? So yeah. a quarter of the way through, and then just the one. Yeah. Which she did two words for. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the problem was that uh, Vera Lorimer and Chris Boucher had thought she would be in there for six. So the first six stories were written with Callie in there. Yeah. And that's when they created Sulin to basically replace her and say all the Callie, Callie lines. Yeah, which shows you that 
Janjapal was probably sensible in that there wasn't a lot of Kali action then. No. Because Sulin doesn't do a lot for the first four or five episodes. But she? afterwards she does, and especially yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's really good yeah. here. She, I mean, she gets some good stuff. I mean, Headhunter is one really good Sulin episode. Yep, yep. Um, Jacqueline Pierce was ill at the end of uh, season three. Yeah. And oh. they didn't know if she would be well enough to return. So yeah. this is when Commissioner Sleer uh, was created. She was going to be a totally different character, <coughs> okay, played by a totally different actor, yeah. okay? And Did they have anyone the, in mind? I don't know, but here's the hmm. question, question for yeah. the listener. If it was a different actor, who would you have as Sleer? Yeah, this because this, this is difficult because would you would you go with someone? You'd have to go with opposite casting to mm. Serverland. Otherwise, you immediately everyone's going to compare and go, oh, the new Serverland's not very good, sort of thing. So I think you'd even have you'd have to go with an older woman. I mean, we're back to like the the Dame Judy Dentures and that, aren't we? That would have you've been read my, you've read my oh. things again. Oh no! no. <laughs> Carry on. Yes, because uh, otherwise you're because my when you asked me yesterday you said who uh, just have a think who do you, who would you have cast my immediate that I always go to would have been uh, Caroline Munro, but <laughs> that's just personal choice. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think of yeah. Caroline Caroline Munro. Yeah. Um, my first choice, um, thinking of it, but it's like no, that's too similar. Was uh, Sarah Douglas? Yeah, yeah, she would have been great, but again, too similar. Too I, similar. Yeah. The haircut, everything yep. from Superman two, um, yep. too similar. My wife, <laughs> you I can cast her if you want. No, not my wife. Oh. I asked my wife. Yeah. Do you know who she said? Go on. I, I'd love to have seen it. Um, Fenella Fielding. That would have been good. <laughs> yeah. Fenella Fielding in Blake Seven. But yeah, no, I thought. What about um, Mrs. Slocum? What? Oh, um, yeah. What's her? I can't remember the actress's name. I just from, know her as Mrs. Slocum. Mrs. Slocum, yeah, from uh, <laughs> and her I pussy. Yeah, that would actually. Oh, I would have cast her, but as Mrs. Slocum, Commissioner <laughs> Slocum, and she could have made pussy jokes all the way through it. And John Inman as Travis. Oh, oh do you know what? We're back to uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I would have watched it. I would have watched it. I I thought yeah. Judy Judy Dench. Yep. But the number one I came up with, um, I'm biased, is uh, Jenny Agatha. Yes. Yeah. So they probably couldn't have afforded her, though, could they? No, that's true. Because she, she was just sort of hitting the big time. But yeah, Jenny Agatha could you know, watch her in anything. But, um, <laughs> Joanna Lumley again would have been quite good. Yeah, yeah. 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 But you got the new Avengers thing, haven't yes, you? Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, these people, the, the people, I, I'd have probably gone with an unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Or gone with someone really young and said it was Servalan and Avon's daughter. Just not Arlen. Yeah, not Arlen. Oh, God. No, no. All right. So, behind the scenes, right? Yes. Um Chris Boucher, big Western fan yeah. that he was. He was influenced by um, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid and the Wild Bunch for the ending. Um, yeah. Yes, yeah, this is more Wild Bunch than Butch Cassidy. Because mm. Butch Cassidy was uh, very much a freeze frame, ooh, which would have been good, I think. But uh, yeah, the Wild Bunch, where just everyone dies in slow motion with gouts of blood. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. That's I what's suppose going the on. difference in 
The difference in the Wild Bunch is, of course, the, the characters were almost uniformly horrible. So you've got no, you're you're almost glad to see him gone. Yeah, true, true. Um, and you say the slow motion thing that was yeah. deliberate because they wanted to give it a dreamlike quality. So yeah. if it did come back for a fifth season, yeah. you could explain it that that oh yeah, they're just tranquilized or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I just I I think it because the way the BBC would do slow motion, I just it comes across as a bit comedic. That's Especially enemy. Dana. Dana's is terrible. Mm. I think it might be the angle they're filming that at as well. No, it's but, her face. Yeah, but she is. I mean, I we've we've gone so far through this, and I've yet to think of a a good Dana sequence, which is weird because Josette Simon is a renowned stage actress. Well, she's a yeah. a lady, a lord, or yeah. an OBE, or something now, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. yeah, she's um yeah she's meant to be like one of the you know one of our one of our best sort of thing so i can only imagine that it could be that she learnt to act afterwards or she's better <laughs> suited to a stage cuz you can only, i mean we're not i mean we probably are being rude to her but we're not because you can only judge on the performance and the performance on what you see. is yeah. poor yeah, yeah. she's yeah, the yeah, weakest yeah. out of out of out of everyone that regularly appears, she is the weakest. Yes, yeah. By yeah. by a country mile. Indeed. You're right. Okay. Um, Chris Boucher, he said the uh, the date this episode went out, 21st of December, yeah. was we unfortunate. Christmas, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. He said he he described himself as the man who killed Father Christmas. Yeah. yeah. I can remember it. I can remember being upset by it. Yeah, I can. Um, yeah, the first time out. And I think it was also that, like, my dad was upset by it. As I've said before, he was a huge sci-fi and very much big Blake Seven fan. And he was upset by it. And I think I was upset because he was upset. Yeah. But I was, I mean, because I, I was expecting, because I'm young and naive and I was expecting another series where it does turn out to be a, a you know, a, there's multiple ways you can get around it. Because um, I, I suppose I grew up on universal horror films where every film, everyone would die. Yeah. And then it would come back and it would be okay. Or Flash Gordon serials where, like, at the end of one episode, they would all be killed, buried, go to their funeral. Ten years later, their children are still crying over them. And then it will cut to the next week and they actually mm. escaped. Yeah. None of that happened. So it I does... just imagine that's that's what would happen. I was a bit naive. It might come back. It might be a, just a bloody long wait for it to come back. I um, I'm of the opinion now though that don't, don't do it. No, leave don't it. Don't do it. Yeah, leave yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to bring it back, you're going to have to reboot it so much that it'd be totally different than that you wouldn't enjoy it. Now, certain things that I've said don't bring it back, and they brought it back, and I've quite enjoyed like Lost in Space, things like that. Not the film, the t- new TV show. Uh, but they're so different. That they're not, you can enjoy them on a completely different level because they're yeah. not the show you you loved, like Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar, yeah, you know. Um, but I don't. If you're going to do that, why bother calling yeah. it Blake Seven? Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Unlike all the other scripts for season four, uh, the actors um, didn't read the script until it was uh, almost that, ready to go. That, that explains Dana's performance. Yes. <laughs> this is the only episode in which Peter Tudnam receives an on-screen credit for voicing Slave. Yeah. Okay. I'm to all that in it. 
We don't know. That's another fan thing. He's under thing. a bush somewhere. He's under some lichen yeah. Yeah. somewhere. Um, the exterior of Gowda Prime was in Camberley in Surrey. Oh, yeah. um, nice looking forest. Nice looking. Uh, and it was... What's the word? Do something. Yeah. Fir trees like that. Fir trees. Yeah. It was used in Gladiator. Oh, oh, is that where the big battle... The big battle at the beginning. Yeah. In Gladiator. They raised the forest. They were going to cut the forest down and they said to Ridley Scott, "Uh, yeah, do what you want. (laughs) And he said it all alike. It could have been the same very (laughs) one that the Scorpio crashes in. Yes. Yes. I wouldn't have been good if uh, Russell Crowe would have tripped over a bit of... uh, slave or something <laughs> uh blake scar was um his yeah. idea right no, to right. begin with in the script it said he had an eye patch not unlike travis oh that would have been interesting because it's the same eye yeah it's the left yeah. eye you know but um no gareth thomas said no i'd rather have a scar and it took two hours yeah. to apply each day by oh, uh, makeup yeah. artist d baron it's terrific yeah, it looks painful, doesn't it? Certainly, I mean, compare that to the uh, the jester in uh, the goth episode. Yes, yeah, that, that is a lump of plasticine. Yeah. yeah. Um, on the audio commentary, Chris Boucher says that he regrets that Arlen is well-spoken, okay, throughout. She was supposed to have had a much rougher accent, which she drops yeah. at the end when she's revealed to be a Federation person. That would, that would have actually put a bit of character into it. I, just, I, I never even sort of thought that she had a posh accent. I just thought that was the actress's accent and she's not acting. That's she's not. She's not good. About, when she know. says, I'm a Federation officer. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's got, got no clout. Right. Um, the Crash of the Scorpio, okay, yep. uh, was filmed at Ealing Studios, overlooked by Jim Francis. Um they made the pine forest from these miniature fir trees from a nearby nursery. And right. they had about 400 of different sizes. They did the old, um, you know, forced perspective thing. Yes. Um, and so it was quite a big thing, wasn't it? Because they, they, that was in Doctor uh, Doc Two Monthly. It was in uh, Blake Seven magazine, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But he says the hardest part of it was to cut up um, the model of the Scorpio um, so it would... Uh, be destroyed but when you actually see it land uh, apparently the back's meant to be broken but you don't yeah, see you it you don't see it no. it lands kind of whole doesn't it yeah there's no there's no indication that that model was damaged at all in that crash no, no. but according to Jim Francis it was yeah. anyway um, Gareth Thomas was fitted with a metal chest plate for his shooting yes you can see when he comes in Ass- yeah. Assuming you've seen the episode before and you know what's coming up, you can see all the the sort of uh, padding and the yes. the plates and the squibs under his uh, shirt. Yeah, yeah. The squibs are actually condoms. Okay, yeah. they use condoms of fake blood uh, with an explosive charge. Um, and you know, it was again. It was Gareth Thomas saying, "I want Blake to be dead." There's, I mean, yeah. when when Avon show, shoots his wife. Okay, there's no blood. When he kills her, there's no blood. But yes, yeah, there's no um, doubt in the fact that Blake is dead because bloody hell that goes off, doesn't it? Yeah, but again, you could, if you wanted to, you could write a way around that, that it was part of Blake's test and it was actually just squibs. (laughs) You know what I mean? So a lot of these actors say, if you bring me back, I want you to kill me off. But there's no such thing as that they could have obliterated him into particles and then it 
you know. True. I mean, Christopher, Christopher Lee found this, didn't he, when he kept saying, kill me off as Dracula, powderize me, and then yeah. the following film was like, oh, He's back again. Yeah, he's yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got four cuts to his stomach because Ooh. what they did, the uh, special effects guys, they put these explosive charges in, but they put so much charge... Yeah. The uh, four corners of this metal chest plate he was oh. wearing actually cut into his skin, yeah. wow. and when when they did it, there was no rehearsal for it because they didn't want the yeah. um, the the outfit to be bloodied. Um, uh, Mary Ridge, the director, was quite stunned. She was up in the gallery, and when the shots went off, yeah. she was she was stunned by the amount of gore there was. Yeah, um, they didn't have enough trooper outfits for this final scene, yeah. okay? So they had to keep repositioning them for each, for each angle of that shot with Avon standing over Blake's body. They had to keep moving the people around. It's a shame as well because they, they use the the newly done helmets in there and put the, the green stuff around. It looks wrong. It's and just, the sparkly it's the belts. Shape. Yeah, it's... This, you get it, such a close-up of them, and it's like, oh... It finishes like a... with the crap troopers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's not good. Um, so, Tarrant is the last character to speak in the entire series, okay? Shouting Avon during that final mm-hmm. gunfight, okay? But the actual last piece of filming was Blake, okay? The last person right. to actually be filmed talking on Blake 7 was Blake meeting Tarrant on the Scorpio. So the last word, words ever recorded for the show um, are, it's getting light, shall we go? Yeah. That was the last ever scene filmed for the show. Um, now, Chris Boucher can't remember if Avon stepping over Blake's body was in the script. All right? It could be a Paul Darrow thing, couldn't it? Well, yeah. I'm coming the to block- that. Although the blocking is... He's not centre. He steps over and he's centre shot. So, yes. mm, not sure. Well, Chris Boucher says about, you know, it being his idea. I hope it was because it was a nice move. Avon having killed Blake, he becomes protective of him. Yeah. He's quite insane at that point, And maybe this snapped him back to something like his old self or perhaps a new self. Blake is the ultimate prize, and Avon stepping over the king uh, uh, over his body did suggest in my mind that we had a new Blake. The king is dead. Long live the king. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, but Paul Darrow says, "Yep, it was my idea." Yeah, <laughs> and he said it was Gareth Thomas uh, was trying to make him laugh all the time. Oh, right. <laughs> all, all, all the while he's standing over him, looking down, he was trying to make him laugh. Brilliant. All right. Um. Avon's last smile. It was in the script. I imagine so because it's very much a, again a parallel with um, him smiling as he walks away in Terminal, isn't it? So yeah. And Chris Boucher says that smile could have any significance that you wanted to, to give, yeah. give it at that stage. If we started the script for the fifth season, it would mean whatever we chose it to mean. Yeah. For me, the significance is that he's realised he's now got to fight the Federation as Blake did. He's now stuck with it. You'll notice that throughout the series, he's nearly always done the proper thing when it comes down to it, although he's quite cynical in his reasons for doing it. Now that Avon has killed Blake, he's stuck with having to do what Blake would have done. Yeah, he's 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 not what he's lost completely, hasn't he? He's lost on both. Yep. Sort of counts, yeah. <laughs> it's an ironic small Yes. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the last bit I've got is, according to Chris Boucher, the reason Servalan 
isn't in this episode is that Jacqueline Pierce had appeared in all her contracted episodes. Yeah, it probably would have cost too much to do it for one episode. But I still think she was meant to be the the commissioner woman. The high council person. Yeah, the high council person that was coming. Hmm. Yeah. So that's that. That's that bit. So Diva, let's talk about Diva. David Collings. Yes. The terrific David Collings. He's such a good actor. Such a good actor. I can't remember anything I've seen him in where he isn't terrific. Yes. Yeah. He, he's mesmerising. He he steals the every scene he's in, but in a he's, he's one of those weird actors where he seems to be so naturalistic, mm. but he's doing really clever stuff acting. Which is the best way, I think. I think that's the best actors do that. Yeah. No, no, he is good. And he's been in quite a few genre things. Yeah, okay. yeah. He's, um, he's one of those people that you you know his face before you know his name. And you go, oh, it's him. He was in blah, blah. He was in blah, blah. I mean, to me, he always is the voice of Monkey. That's, I knew you were going to say yeah. that. <laughs> All right. Well, genre tally then. Let's talk about yes. his genre tally. Fifteen. Fifteen. Well, well done. Yeah, about midway point. Um, yep. by the time we got to episode ninety-one, fifteen. Um, first time he's in anything genre-related is out of the unknown. Oh right, yes. Uh, actually, that makes him sixteen. Hang on, sixteen. All oh, right, yeah. He's going up. He's not even. 16. He's retired and he's still doing jobs. He might go up yeah. even more. Um, out yeah. of the unknown twice. Okay. Yep. Then something called Mystery and Imagination. I think we've spoken yeah. about this before. Yeah, I think it's we've a, mentioned it before. It's an anthology show, some yeah. sort of like spooky anthology show. Then UFO. I remember yes. him very yeah, well uh, in UFO. Um, first Doctor Who appearance, uh, Revenge of the Cybermen. Yes, yeah. He's unrecognisable in that, but he does, as, as, as David Collins, but he... Uh, He's such a mesmerizing performance. I mean, he outacts Michael Wisher under mm. a mask, which is that's which quite is going a task, isn't Michael it? Wisher, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays Vorus in that. Yes, one. he's yeah. the main sort of the main villain in it. If you don't count Cybermen as villains, uh, he's the main Vogon uh, villain, and he's superb. He's really, really good in it. Yeah. Next time, Doctor Who again. Um, my favorite thing he's been in: Robots of Death. Yes, he's Paul. He's, he's a, Paul. Yeah, he's a, like a, a policeman. Um, and he's, again, he's brilliant. And he, of course, he was in that with uh, Travis. He, Travis and, Mark, too. And Pamela Salem as oh, well. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, next one was uh, Monkey, as you say. Monkey! Yeah, I love Monkey. <laughs> um, I, I'm a big Monkey fan. And the, when they last released them on uh, uh, DVD, they did a box set. And, and they would. Because there was one whole season of Monkey that they never dubbed, right? Um, because sort of the, the the craze for it died out a bit. So there's a whole on each one you get three episodes on a disc of the uh, the dubbed British version, and then you get one subtitled version of the uh, original Japanese. Right. And uh, it's really interesting because you suddenly realise how much of the Monkey character is david collins right doing the voice and it's really weird watching it it's, it's quite almost uncomfortable watching it but uh, yeah he's, he's superb as monkey mm-hmm. the great sage equal of heaven <laughs> all right next thing dark towers which is uh, a, oh, I don't that. It's a children's ghost show a oh, ghost okay. tv show um then blake seven here yes. in blake seven then of course silver 
in yeah. Sapphire and Steel. I've got to buy Brilliant. that. I, I yeah. haven't watched that since the DVD age. You know, I've, I, I must yeah. get that at some point. Um, yeah, I've not. I must admit, I've not seen it probably since the VHS age. Yeah. Um, I, I think it would hold up. I think so because it was just so wonderfully scripted and acted. But yeah, he played a, a, a time agent called Silver, mm. and again, every episode he appeared in, he stole. Yeah, you yep. know. Yeah. Um, next thing, uh, Doctor Who again, Mordrin Undead. Mordrin Undead. He played the the best Doctor we never had. Yeah. So he <laughs> he plays a character in that that they the Tegan and Nissa think that it's uh, it's uh, the Doctor regenerated. And he sort of plays on, and it's he's superb. And you're watching it, going, "I wish it had been the Doctor yeah. regenerated." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Drama Rama, oh, yeah? the show we've mentioned before. Yeah. Um, you say about Monkey and um, you know Japanese dubs. For some reason, I don't know if it was his agent or whatever. He ha- then has a run of doing um, dubs on Japanese animes. Oh right. Okay. Well, perhaps, yeah, perhaps it's the fact that because he did it. He then gets put up for other stuff, and he's, you know, I don't know, but yeah, it, so I suppose it sort of makes sense. Yeah, I mean, he he's got a good voice, and he so. yeah. So the first anime he did was yeah. something called Hyper Combat Unit Dago R. Never heard of it. I imagine it's some sort of giant robot. Yeah. <laughs> then he then he's back to the UK for something. I, I was too old. I don't know it. Is something called Through the Dragon's Eye. Do you know oh, this? No, it doesn't ring a bell. It's a mixture of animation and live action where you superimpose, you know, the child yeah. actors oh, over oh. over an animated thing. Sounds awful. It does, doesn't it? I'm not yeah. going to look into that. Back to anime for Devilman. I definitely uh, know Devilman. Yeah, I remember Devilman. And his last genre thing is another anime, AD Police Files. Ooh, it doesn't ring a bell. It's a bit of a like a ghost in the shell type oh, right. thing, okay. right? Yeah. So yeah, genre tally is sixteen. Uh, who tally of four, which is yeah. quite high. Yeah, he's also done. I'm sure he's done some um, big finish Doctor Who's. Yeah, where he yeah, yeah. Plays yeah. an alternate Doctor, hasn't he? He I does. He does. Him, but but yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just talking yeah. about you know the visual stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. the film Got and TV. Somehow, yeah, yeah. No, no. He has done stuff for yeah. big finish, and so yeah, an Anderson tally of one. All right. Yep, so. so that's it. We're now we're coming up yep. to two hours. So two by hours. the time it's one, I, of our, it's one of our longest, huh? One of our longest, because yep. by the time I put the audio clips in, particularly the last scene, we're going to be yep. over two and a half, I think. Wow. Okay. And um, so quite a lengthy episode, um, but I think that's going to be counterbalanced a bit next week. Because next week, <laughs> we're going to swing the other way because we've got to look at, you know, because we have to, um, um, Slave. Oh, yeah, I can't see Slave taking too long. Slave and the Scorpio. So, yeah. yes. Oh, if, okay. We're going yeah. to lump them together. Yeah. We'll lump them together, but yeah. I can't see <laughs> no. I can't see us m- matching two hours uh, no. next week, can we? No, I think we could just tack it on now. He's all right. <laughs> Scorpio's okay, bit bit Star Wars. Right, what's the next episode? <laughs> Alright, we'll come back for part two of that bit next week. Yeah. Alright, thanks Ian. No problem, thanks right. Eric. Cheers then, bye-bye. bye bye. Two hours exact, look at that, two hours. Two hours, excellent. Okay. Have I changed your mind on it though? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>